Holy superlatives, Batman. It's really exciting. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Anybody there? Yep. Might lose Dusty. I'm here, brother. I'm just uh, picking up a door oh. here is all. Yep. It's uh, the red light's on. It's recording, man. It's doing good. And I think we got her dialed in. So, sweet. Um, I'm just going to mute out for a second. I'll be right back, guys. In just a few moments. Maybe you have got a tune for us there, Batman. You're cheating on me. I'm cheating on you, man. <laughs> I love you, brother. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. Let's see what I come up with here. Sorry, to hear you haven't been well, Batman. What's that? Sorry to hear you haven't been well. 
How did you hear that? Oh, you said something earlier on about oh, you not being well. Oh. Hey. You reckon it might have something right, to do with the stuff they're we, spraying in the sky? Nah, it's probably from abusing my body for the past 40 years. <laughs> that may have something to do with it. I got home from Walmart and there I am. I'm fishing blood all night long, man. I thought I wasn't going to live much longer. I, I have no oh, use Jesus. for going to the hospital. Yeah, so I figured it wouldn't stop. It was like all night getting up every 15 minutes, having going to nothing but blood. And I, uh, so I told Alfred, I think this might be it. If it is, I told her a few things. And I was good with it. I said some prayers and I took some echinacea, golden seal, and some cayenne pepper. I hear cayenne's good for stopping internal bleeding. So excellent stuff, yeah. And, and well, I'm fine today. Well, not fine. I'm better. I'm a whole lot better. But I, I think one of the reasons I was feeling so shitty is because all that shit and blood. I, I might, I'm not sure if it was a gallbladder infection or what. I didn't get any so-called doctor to diagnose it, but I'm getting better. Well, I guess it wasn't time to go. I don't know whether it's good to go or stay. I I never heard anybody come back and complain about going, so <laughs> maybe it ain't all that bad. Well, maybe you need it here still. Yeah, well, maybe it was a wake-up call, too. Maybe I better stop abusing myself. I started eating right and taking minerals and vitamins and shit. I'm a whole lot better. I don't wake up in the morning staggering around. I was overdoing it, man. I drink too much. I, well, I guess it depends what you believe too much is. I was constantly getting up and getting drunk. Oh, well, we, go, we all got Can't to handle somehow. It. Can't handle reality. What can I tell you? Oh, I'm not not dealing with it so well myself sometimes. But uh, but other than that, <coughs> yeah, I was good with it. I had 60 years on this rock. That's more than a lot of people get. So I was, you know. I was very, very philosophical about the whole um, situation, Batman. It's pretty good. Well, you know, what are you going to do? You get, when you're young, you don't realize it. But as you get older, you look around, you see your friends, all my, a lot of my favorite movie stars and singers have died. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at life and says, well, my turn. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Why fight the moment? It's going to happen whether you want it or not. Fighting it, yes, me, makes it work. I think more people die of fear than they do of heart attacks. They get a pain in their heart, and all of a sudden they get a panic attack, and the next thing yeah. you know, they get a heart attack, and they're dead. I say, well, why panic, well, man? Well, they go and see a doctor, and the doctor makes them worse. 
Oh, yeah, let's cut in there and have a look around. One of the worst things you can do is cut the body. Yeah. And then let's show sure. Hey, you got cancer, man. Let's snoop the shit out of you. See if you can survive that. We'll kill the cancer, but you might go with it. Yeah. It was. <laughs> the cure is worse than I'd the say, disease. I'd, I'd say if you've got a disease, first of all, you got to get your frame of mind right. And second of all, start looking at what you're eating. The main thing is get your mind, get your mind right. Forgive yourself. You start thinking good thoughts. Be positive. Yep. It'll heal you. Amen to that. And, yep, and then nutrients. Don't hurt. If you can get the right stuff, I take supplements and shit. Uh, well, I haven't been, but I started in. My recovery, I think, is quicker because of stuff like that. Yeah. But you panic, man. People panic. That's what kills them, I think, more than anything. That going to a doctor. Here, we got this new experimental pill here. Why don't you try it? Oops. Hey, hey, Batman, you got a juicer, man? Yeah. <clears throat> You do? Yeah. I got a juicer, I got a yeah. blender, and then I got one of them. I just picked up one of them little things the other day. One serving, one cup thing. It blends it right in the cup. Yeah. Um, I just got the, the boy on, uh, I guess that I, I, you wouldn't, I, I don't think you'd think it or anything, but uh, that damn celery juice, huh? I was thinking of that. That's funny. I was thinking of getting some celery and making celery juice. You know, start some veggies because this little thing you make. You know, you can put it all in one cup and it grinds it up. It was twenty bucks at Walmart the other day. I picked one up. I forget what the name brand is of it is. But yeah, man. Ass, I man. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I, I. Uh... So far, I got a pretty good report about it, but I mean, I haven't been going as long as some people. A couple of days is hardly enough time to tell about a, or be able to give a good report if, if you ask me, but uh, I hear a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah, I, I've heard oh. about it too. I, I've, cool. I've did some studying here and there on herbs and nutrition and stuff, and uh, we don't get the shit out of it. Nowadays, with the food you got out there, you about got to take supplements to get the right nutrients. It's all the shit and stuff they make nowadays. And that's exactly what it is. Shit. A little while back, unless you, grow, bought, it, um, unless you three, grow it yourself. Three nine-volt batteries and uh, some four crocodile clips, a couple of wires, and just made um, some colloidal silver. Oh, yeah. That, that, that you take half a teaspoon a day or a full teaspoon in your case maybe for a short uh, period of time and then reduce it but um you yeah, watch, colloidal silver is, is supposed to yeah. be um, pretty good you want to watch that though you take too much of it it'll turn yeah. you blue <laughs> yeah yeah i think that was a while so yeah i, I, I like colloidal silver bats in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I might mind colloidal silver But I don't use it internally. I'm 
I just use it on on uh, cuts and scratches and stuff. Yeah, it's supposed to be ideal uh, for for fighting infections and stuff. They used to back in the old days. They used to put a silver dollar at the bottom of a rain barrel. They're actually using it in um, in medicine now. They're, they're they're putting it in bandages for wounds. Yeah, because the antibiotics and shit don't work anymore. They they got the silver yep. stuff. Alex Jones sells silver shit. I forget. It's supposed to be about the best you can get on the market. But yeah, he talks. It's about easy that. enough to make yourself though. Yeah. yeah, pretty easy. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of like charcoal, man. Uh, activated charcoal. Mm -hmm. You get poison or anything. Take that. I think it's in Beanol or something. They got pills for help you keep from, you know, flatulating. But uh, activated charcoal too, man. If you get like like, I've gotten bitten. I'm pretty sure by brown recluse. Now I think I'm about immune to him. I got bitten a few times by him. But that, it's a spider, and the venom and it starts eating away at your body. I mean, it can get real nasty. And uh, I take that activated charcoal, put on it. It draws all the poisons and toxins out of it, man. It works, it works great for me anyway. And uh, it was funny. I was talking to one guy. I saw him. His arm was all bandaged up, and I said, what happened to you? Well, I got bit by a spider, a brown recluse, he said, and he went went to the hospital <laughs> to get it cured there or whatever, and he come back with a staph infection. <laughs> it was... I know I probably shouldn't laugh. But, but that charcoal, activated charcoal, you should be able to get it about any pharmacy. It's not, you know, the charcoal like you cook with and stuff or make fires with. Kind of like the stuff I think you use in air filters, I mean, in filters, purifiers and stuff. That stuff works great, yes, me. Eat it, too. It'll, it'll, you can, if you think you got poisoned or something, you want to eat it. It'll draw the toxins, the poisons out of you. So, anybody hear me? Yeah, Loud and clear, brother. All right, just checking. I did. I read somewhere about how to make your own activated charcoal. I can't remember what the process was. It wouldn't be that hard, to be honest, but you're just finding the stuff to make it with. <coughs> Are you talking about that silver stuff? No, charcoal. Activated oh, charcoal. charcoal they got. Yep, yep. Yeah, because I met a blue a blue feller in the airport one time. Oh, that was interesting. He looked like a Smurf kind of, and uh, I, I I had to, you know, I had to ask him. <laughs> and uh, he said, from drinking a lot of that silver, turned him blue. I hear anyway. it does, man. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, it won't kill you, man, but. You become a Smurf. Yeah. 
Blue streak. Skid mark. Yep. Papa Spurt short. <laughs> so how's the weather looking there, Batman? Is it is it beautiful weather or what? Is it pissing rain or what, man? It's raining now and we might be getting snow in a few days, so. Oh, wonderful. Or tomorrow. <laughs> Probably won't get much, but been having earthquakes. I ain't felt them, but Oh, they're saying there there was an earthquake there, huh? There was like three of them. Wow. I guess one of them's over, one of them's over there and there, one of them goddamn nuclear power plants. Huh. That'd be good. Quick and nuke the area. Well, that'll clear the neighborhood. That could be definitely yeah, right. then. I'll take care of the planet. <laughs> that sure will. <coughs> anyway. Have you ever heard of oil pulling? Uh Anybody, um, it's you, you can perhaps get some coconut oil and you slush it around in the mouth for about 20 minutes and it draws all the metals out and stuff. I tried it for a while, um, actually, it pulled all the fillings out of the teeth, <laughs> so it uh, it's pretty strong stuff. What What is it? Um, you can use co- coconut oil. Um, it's called oil pulling. You, you take a tablespoon of oil, uh, a good quality grade oil, and you leave it in the mouth. You must leave it for 20 minutes so that you, you're kind of masticating, pretending you're eating, and all the juices come out. But when, it, when the oil has remained for 20 minutes in the mouth, uh, the tongue pulls, exudes out all the metals that are trapped internally. So it's poisonous at the end of the 20 minutes and you just spit that out and do it morning, noon and night uh, for a three week period or so or perhaps longer. And it uh, gradiently removes metals, toxins from the body. That's an idea. I like to get the mercury fillings out of these fucking teeth. Maybe that's the way to do it. Oh, my fillings just came out. It was weird. I just, it was that strong. I never realized it. You, you, you're not thinking... Blimey, there's a filling coming out right now. It's, um, it, you're not aware of anything, but it is doing the stuff. It, it's doing the, doing the deal. Yeah. Uh, when you, when you look at it, I, I, it's crazy. I got a, a, a water distiller. I paid about 120 quid for it. I put the government tap water in, fill it right to the top, and then just boil it away through some charcoal. And when you see what's left at the bottom, when you open it up and it's it's lifted off and you go to clean it, this brown tea kind of coloured stuff, it's absolute pure poison. I mean, you put it on plants, it kills the plants. Yeah. And no animal, no snail, no bird, no cat, no dog will go anywhere within about 10 feet of it. Yeah, and we shower in that shit. Imagine that. But 
but it is in the air. It's in your clothing. It's in the food. Yeah, uh, radioactivity, the TVs, even the laptops and stuff. But I think yeah. if you have a, a strong mental constitution, yeah, um, and and don't heavily buy and subscribe into the scam too much, so um, and kind of be a little bit flippant with it, almost. Uh, it will not be a uh, strong reaction. The thing, of it is, the thing of it is, I believe, if you believe that you got the power to change your surroundings, you can either bless them and change them for positive, or you can be negative yeah. and get the negative effects. It's your choice. And I think a lot of it is just blessing what you eat, you know, putting good thoughts, putting love to it. And it changes the molecular structure to, to so where it's harmless or, you know, a benefit more than a harm. Yeah, you mentioned one time in the back call, of, uh, I forget the guy, Moto, Demoto or something, where he blessed the water and you see the beautiful crystalline shapes, etc. geometrics. Yeah, yeah, he'd curse one bottle and he'd freeze it and look at it under a microscope and he'd bless the other bottle and he'd freeze it and look at it and... and the one that was blessed had beautiful, you know, symmetric uh, molecules or whatever. And the other one, they were all freaking twisted and distorted. There might be something to it. Uh, it's my understanding that that experiment has never been replicated. Uh, it might be. Maybe they just don't have the right people to think about it. I don't know. I, I don't know. For some reason, I believe it's possible. I think that um, things are a lot more complicated than most scientists uh, think. Oh, it's impossible to know all the uh, possibilities of how something reacts to something. It may be constant to an extent, but one day something else happens or comes into the picture that blows the whole scenario to shit. Oh, yeah, well, this Electric Universe uh, stuff is doing exactly that. Yeah. But not so much the BIA, but um, if you've been taking um, PC powder, like a Beecham's powder, yeah. the, these aspirins do burn the stomach and make the stomach bleed. I mean, it's common knowledge. Yeah, uh, it can make cause a lot of bleeding in the stomach, and if you, if that occurs once it's in your intestines, you, you, there's only one way it's going to go through the bladder and be urinated out. And that that probably could have been what happened. So, uh, it just happened all at once. It was weird. What exactly happened, brother? Uh, the other day, I come home from uh, Walmart, well, at late night, and uh, had to go to the bathroom, and uh, I pissed blood, like, all night, to the, all morning till next day, and finally it started to clear up. I thought I was dying. I told Alfred uh, a few things to take care of, in case I ain't here, because, you know, I don't know much, but it's all hers anyway. 
far as I'm concerned. She used to claim it. And uh, I thought I might not be making it the way it was going. It wasn't stopping. But finally cleared up. I'm feeling better now. Thank heavens, man. That's good. Glad to hear that. You're doing better, Batman. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's good or not. If I died, man, like I say, I never heard anybody come back complaining about it. So. <laughs> Can't say I have either. Anyway, yeah, I got a good song to play.
cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Sure. I thought of that tune. I felt like playing it. They had some good songs. You've heard, you ever hear Flirting with Disaster? Oh. I don't know if I heard of it, but allegedly might have been involved in it. Did you hear did you hear that song before? Ever heard that? Uh not now is it an older tune? Yeah. It's uh one Man's Pleasure is the name of it by Molly Hatchet. Uh-huh. One Man's Pleasure is another man's pain or what? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to play Flirting with Disaster. Might as well. Here we go. Thank <laughs> you. 
Southern Fried Boogie Woogie. Those old Kekos classics are the best. They're a hairy lot. It sound a bit Leonard Skinnerish. Well, back in the day, Leonard Skinner, freaking Ted Nugent. Yeah. Uh, I think all those yeah. have died now, though. Uh, but uh, Danny Joe Brown, the singer, uh, all passed away then, guys. Ted Nugent, he's still kicking, man. Oh no, Ted, Ted Nugent's still around, alive. He's he's alive and kicking, yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's into the politics and everything, man. He's yeah, these, yeah, he's quite, he's got a great sense of humor. He's one of these avid gun uh, <laughs> yeah. owners. Yeah, I think he's one of them guys there that uh, the only way they'll get his gun is pry it from his cold dead fingers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, another group that was, uh, Molly, yeah, Molly Hatchet, there was, uh, shoot, what was his name? Name of the group. There was a bunch of them, though. One or Skitter. There's another one. I can't think now. My brain is drying out. I haven't had a drink in what two two days now. Three. Oh. <laughs> Charlie Daniels band. Yeah, you don't hear songs like that on the radio these days. Over here, you do. Oh, you've got your you've got your nostalgic uh, soft rock channels and stuff, yeah. Something oh yeah. Like, but mainstream. Uh, no, no. Well, you listen to the radio, FM radio, man. They got all kinds of shit on it. as music, those. You know, it's station around here. That's all they play is uh, old rock and roll, man. Yeehaw, yep. I see recently the uh, the Political Correct book came out and... Um, you can't call it gingerbread man anymore. It has to be a gingerbread person because it's it's a bit racist to assume which gender the gingerbread man is. So you have to call it gingerbread person. Yeah. Talk all they want. They don't like the way they talk. They tell them to block their fucking ears. Have you seen the one for man spreading as well? If you sit with your legs open on a train or something, it's not allowed. Crap, they're doing stuff. That's what got me started. The shit they're teaching children in fucking public schools in this so-called United States, man. You ask me, anybody sends their children to public school ought to be put to jail for child abuse. 
years. It seems to be that um, knocking out their ability to think critically. I can fucking think at all, man. I'd say, say what got me started in this law shit was the public school system. I got a notice one day about that got to be 30 years ago or something now that uh, they're going to start teaching sex education in the public school. And I forget, my daughter, I think she was in kindergarten and they're talking this shit or first grade or something. So I went in there, I wanted to see what's going on, right? And they pull out this book and the book they're showing me, they got these little uh, squares of construction paper on it covering up the pictures with paper clips holding it covering up the pictures and they're showing me this book and they're bl- they're censoring it from me i didn't even ask to look at it i pulled i pulled i pulled my child out of school right down in there i said fuck you people and then <laughs> and then as it went on and shit wound up social services come over and uh that's when it all started mm-hmm. they, they didn't get the children it did put me in jail for a while, but they were sorry they did that. And I've been studying the, well, pretty much studying it, law ever since, how to deal with these people. And, uh, there I is today. It's quite a noble thing to do that. It's quite laudable. It's, um, at least it shows that you give a damn. Oh, they're, they're, now they got these these fucking cross dressers and shit out here. Well, I heard it on Alex Jones, but I don't doubt it. He's got videos of them, these freaking drag queens, and they got going to schools and stuff with children's man. You, oh, you have to see it. I can't explain it. That's fucking. You think I was upset, Dad, just because they wouldn't show me pictures in a fucking book? I said. Would they get, if I saw that there, they'd be lucky I didn't fucking beat the fuck out of every fucker in there. Then took the child home. I said, you, tro- you, you put this shit in front of children, you fucking weird cocksucking motherfuckers. Man, people better wake the fuck up, man, because Pretty there ain't going to be no fucking United States or anything at the rate it's going. Nothing but a bunch of, it's going to be like Sodom and Gomorrah, man. going to nuke the whole fucking planet at the rate it's going. Not just one city. That's yeah, pretty crazy over there. I think with the domino theory, domino effect, um, if one nuke goes off and causes earth tremors, any any neighboring one will be triggered also and off it will go. Concatenation all around the world. All the shit they're spraying in the atmosphere, man. I wonder if it could set the fucking skies on fire. You ever see that movie, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, the movie, not the series? Mm-hmm. Where, where the sky was on fire? Mm. That was an interesting movie. Hope knows what's occurring. Uh, something weird's going on. People can instinctively kind of a sixth sense thing. I don't think they could prove it, but I can kind of feel it. Yeah. yeah. Some skullduggery afoot. 
Well, it's the people, man. People need to wake up. Why did they participate in this shit and stuff? Oh, yeah, it, sure. it, would be, it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for fucking people volunteering to do it. I mean, the people got to change. Fuck these asshole politicians. They got no hold over you. They're supposed to be working for you. Now the way they treat you is you work for them. I said, mm-hmm. fuck, I never voted for you. I never signed up. Who the fuck are you? Fuck off. People need to wake up to that. Other than that, man, it's going down the shithole quick. Yep, I wholeheartedly concur with your sentiments. Each individual, man, we're all fucking liable. You're on this rock, you're liable. There are no fucking innocent people. Mm-hmm. If it if it came to the uh, well, I, I can pretty much guess the answer already, Bats. But if it came to it got pretty severe and it was necessary for to implant a chip into your hand, uh, and you would you accept it or, or would you do the time to do the proverbial? Well, you figured out. You think I go to the hospital? You think I? Yeah, it's just some sense, kind of a yeah. Foregone conclusion, I guess. I'll take my chances, man. It, it says you can't fire sell without the chip. Okay, I'll take it. Nobody's using it. I'll take it. What the fuck? What do I need to buy and sell for? Huh? Could that be the simple answer? It's a different one. Unexpected. Anybody got a claim on this? Nobody speaks up. Walk out the fucking store with it. What's the problem? As far as I know, it was abandoned property. It's Walmart. Well, that's hearsay, man. Where's this guy, Walmart? Get him in here. Everything's here to use, man. Nobody's using it. You're welcome to it. Possessions, nine-tenths at all, I'm told. Nobody possessed it. No. The one-tenth, it needs to claim it. If it's a corporation, where are you going to get to claim it? Mm-hmm. Something to consider, huh? Now, if you, you know, you go in the store and you hide it under your coat and, you, you know, you... You intend to steal it, well, you convict yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hiding it. Hey, I, shit, man. I asked if anybody owned this. Nobody said anything. So it's abandoned property then. What's the rules and laws for abandoned property? Huh? Mm-hmm. There are none. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, anyway. I mean, somebody knows better. Let me know. A little bit like the uh, Matrix with a young, uh, a young lad, uh, and Neo is watching him, and he's trying to bend the spoon, and the, the young kid says, "There is no spoon." Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> there is no claimant of his of his affection. Yeah. Ask to meet him. 
It's all intent, man. The intent of the law is if you intend to steal, then you broke the law, allegedly. If you have no intention of stealing, how's it stealing it? You asked if anybody owned it, claims it. Nobody claimed it. So how can you steal it unless you're taking it from someone? I thought that's the definition. To steal is to take from another. Well, where's the one you took it from? <laughs> yeah, wonderful question. <clears throat> yeah, another song time. Oh. Uh-huh. 
I saw this guy in concert with Jay Giles, man. Right. Yeah, awesome. Jethro Tull, fantastic. I like that line in it where he says, um, in the Jethro Tull song you've just played, he counted his friends and burnt out spark plugs (laughs) and prayers that he always will. (laughs) It's a great funeral song. Yeah, he was all see him live back in his day. He was amazing, man. The way he played that flute. And, yeah, good front man with his crossed leg hitting like that. Oh, he was, he was amazing, man. I never forgot that. That was, I think, one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Hers, I mean, an athletic performer, man. That guy was amazing. He was. I like Thick as a Brick. Yeah, it's a long song, though. <laughs> Skating Away, my favourite, I think. But, man, so much great music. Skating Away. Much. It's a little shorter. Skating Away. Aqualong, Vocomotive Breath. It was, <laughs> yeah. Skating Away on the Thin Ice of the New Day. That was on Passion Play, wasn't it? I forget 
Winning country. Yeah, a lot of good ones. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it was on War Child. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him do War Child in a in, in a, a coliseum and then closed. And that back in the day, I don't know if any of you has ever heard of Jean Dixon. She was a, a prophet allegedly or something. She said that a coliseum was going to cave in a big building. And there I am inside one, thinking about that, watching. Uh, Jethro Tull, to War Child, man, and it's flashing around, and you know that song, War Child, and maybe I'll play War Child after this song here. And I'm, I played Thick as a Brick, man, but that's like, like a half hour. Yeah, too, you know, yeah, it is long, yeah. Here we go. Sounds like you, William. Shining in the sun, 
Nice one. Sure. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, bungalow yeah. in the jungle. Oh, yeah. Or bungalow like in the jungle. I like the lyrics in that one. He will live one, just one more day to do the things they should have done. Yeah. And everybody's oh, yeah. on the stage. And you're feeling oh, the lyric of that song is just classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a real inspirational song. And the music and the lyric work together so well. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on that shit, Jethro Tull, man. And, oh. Maybe that's why I'm so fucked up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear bungalow in the or bungle? I call it bungalow in the jungle. I got bungalow in the jungle. You ever hear that one? Yeah, man, play it. I haven't heard that one. All right, don't play it. You'll like it, uh, William. Walking through bars of hungry hearts. Thank you. 
the rivers are full of drunken down on He who made kittens with snakes in the grass. He's the lover of life, but the player of pawns. Sunset by waving the dawn. Light up the jungle that plays the tune. The monkey's dwelling, the crank of the tune. How about it? How about it? Bye, humbug. I had some more. Oh, oh. I got loads of Kind of coming in and out there. I couldn't make that out, Batman. I'll get a better connection. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear? You want to hear more toll? Jethro toll? Yeah. Bring it on, Jethro. Here's a classic.
What did you make of the so-called um, protests in France uh, between the apparent globalists and uh, the apparent nationalists, but The climates kill each other off. What can I say? You got, you got the fucking uh, UN moving into France, man. Imagine that. Well, uh, Macron wants his own, well, he wants a European army now. Um, and when they asked him, why do you want a European army? <laughs> he says, well, they have to fight America. I mean, Trump, what? What are we talking about? 
But yeah. it seems to have been, Francis, now there's been a, a lot of consternation, uh, but he's, he's, he's bringing in uh, the rule of emergency, emergency rule. But that will allow, that's kind of like a military rule now, isn't it? Well, the UN's in there, man. The UN's moved in. The yeah. freaking people in France, the people of France, got any sense? He asked me to freaking get rid of that guy and, uh, you know, like the old days, man. What did they do to Mussolini? Huh? And then, far as the UN coming in there, you asked me that's an invading army. Can wipe the motherfuckers out. How they're going to do like they did with Germany, man. Let them move in, man. Yeah. Take up all the good hotels and you guys can wait on them. Yeah. Fuck. Think about it. They're just doing what Germany is doing. That's all it is. You know, mm-hmm. World War II. Germany moved right into France. You went. That's all the UN's trying to do, going countries, disrupt them. The UN, the people behind the UN or whatever, they're the ones sending all these fucking immigrants, paying them to fucking invade America, the so-called United States, I should say. Yeah, the, the browning of the so-called United States. Now, they're doing it all over the world, though. They're doing it in Europe. They're doing it, from what I can tell anyway, it's all hearsay, but... I ain't seen any of it firsthand, but a lot of it makes sense. The new world order is seeping in. The new world order stinks. <laughs> it's yeah, I can smell it. Since I've been playing Jethro Tell, I got another song off a different album. I've been playing, I could probably play one song off of each of the albums in the next couple hours. <laughs> Ready for another one? Yeah, brother. Sure. All right. This, this is Farm on the Freeway. Fat time 
I was a rich man before yesterday. Now all I have got is a check and a big old truck. And I left my bottom on the freeway. That's not what I'm chasing. I was a rich man before. 
After I heard this this album, it's it's called Cresto a Nave, N A V E. That's when I started calling the so-called United States uh, land of the fee and home of the nave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The jam and ditty there, man. I like that one. Yeah, that's real tall, man. That's one of his late. That that's quite a few years ago, but I think that's one of his latest albums. I forget. Well, not roots to branches. I don't know if I ever heard that album. Jethro. Yeah, buddy. Like I know yeah, a guy. He liked, he liked Jethro so much, he named his son Jethro. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan. I saw I I saw him twice in concert, uh, two different times. It, it was great, man. That guy, uh, he was awesome. There is. He's still alive. I don't think he jumps quite as high as he used to. Oh, man, it was like he, he could float. He, he was amazing to watch and play the flute at the same time. I don't know how he fucking did it. I used to play the trumpet, and I got an idea of what it takes to play a wind instrument. And to do what he did with that flute and, 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 and jump around, was I was amazed. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. He didn't just play flute. He he's a fine guitarist as well, and a great singer. And he wrote all that music. Yeah. 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 He, amazing individual. I would love to meet him. Yeah, man. Oh man, what happened to music? Where where's the music like that these days? That's what my dad was saying. No, I'm just kidding. My dad never talked much about music with me. But, uh, but yeah, the, the lyrics and the stuff and the music back in what? Well, shit. 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I think it's about 
where it all sputtered out. It's not, never was quite the same. You don't hear much of it uh, like that these days, the older tunes. Uh-oh. Hello? Hello? Greetings. I'm good. Dusty says greetings. He's coming down here next week. He should be here. Yeah, buddy. The the uh, father willing. He's got the couch if he wants. Sweet. Yeah, it's been a while. I'll take the floor. I don't give a shit. I'll take the fucking beater in the backyard. Got a seat back there, man. Whatever. I'll put him up in the back. Hey, brother, why wouldn't you there we go. there and use him while you're there? <laughs> Say what? Well, you said you would take it. Why wouldn't you just leave it there and use it there? Where would you take it to? You've been listening to too many fucking bat calls, man. Shut the fuck up. Jeez. <laughs> 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 I think Batman's on to something there, Popeye. <laughs> Let it be I think you're losing your nugget. <laughs> hey, if I ain't studying, I'm studying, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> well, Batman will let me take it. What the fuck? What's wrong with that? Right? Jeez. Well, you know, I, I just figured, you know, if you're going to go and visit, why not just use it there while you're visiting? I guess take it when you go, but, you know. <laughs> if you're going to take the backyard, what would you take? Would you put the backyard in your in your luggage or you keep it in the pocket? I'm led to believe uh, <clears throat> that that backyard is everywhere if it's behind you, but I don't uh-huh. know. I kind of thought so, but hey, know. you said you would take that too, so I just hey. wondered how you were gonna get rid of it. Get that one out. Hey, I make sure I won't flush the toilet, so you can take a shit while you're here too. How's that? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, gee. I'm I'm just taking the backyard. All right. That's it. Not the not the shit. All right. How could he take a shit if you don't give a shit? <laughs> I won't take a shit if you don't give a shit. Is that what you said, William? Yeah. How how, how can you take a shit if Batman doesn't give a shit? You know. Of <laughs> uh. Oh. 
here's here's the point. Guys, ever hear of Jackson Brown? Heard of him? Who is him? Jackson Brown. Yeah, I've heard of Jackson Brown. Yeah. Let me, let me, here we go. You want to hear another song? I'll play another song. Bring it out.
think of that, Popeye. I've heard that song. That's an old one. I didn't ask if you heard it. I asked what you think of it. You want to be a fucking lawyer? You can't even listen to the question. Jeez. Hey, hey, could it be that I heard the question and I was avoiding the answer? Could it be that I've just learned a few things in law school, alcohol? Hey, asshole, if you had any sense, you would have answered with a question. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't like it. I only later. Anyway. <laughs> <That's a decent. laughs> I'm glad I'm to believe a cow product the house will make you jiggle around pretty good there, Bat. <laughs> what? I said, I'm led to believe that a cow product up your house will make you jiggle around quite a bit. Oh, what's the matter? You had a sex transplant? Maybe. You tell me you were a bitch once? Did I say that? What does that have to do with the cow product uh, up your ass? Well, if... Well, that's what you got for a dick now, right? I didn't say that. You said that. Was you a girl once? What do you mean? You didn't that. say that. You said anything about that. Just because we're bringing tools and apparatus on it doesn't mean that any of the original equipment's been lost. Oh, I thought it was an implant. Oh, well, that's what you get for thinking. Oh. Well, you sounded like that's what you used to have sex, so I figured you was a girl once. You had an well, implant, that's, that's see? Why, why would you do you that, use, brother? You, 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 you used whatever you, was cheapest, and I guess you probably had a cob pod laying around, you, and you said, doctor, use this. Huh? Are you making assumptions? You said, doctor, use this. You were trying What's to save some money for the operation. So you gave him a cow pod you weren't using. Are you you avoiding the question, making assumptions and presumptions, and now avoiding the questions? Well, assumptions, you're the one who painted the picture. You're the one who said you're going to fuck me with a cow pod. So I figured that's what you had hanging. I never said that. But if you you want to fuck me with a we can accommodate you, brother, if that's what you need. Would it help you out if we fucked you with the cow rod? Yeah. I, I figured that's all you got, man. I, like I say, I thought you had an oh, implant. That? That's what you get for figuring huh. more assumptions and presumptions, brother. Why would you go there? Well, you should have been more defined. The way you stated it led me to believe it. That's what you had for a dick. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sometimes these conversations do get sideways sometimes. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, anybody got anything fun to talk about out there? Any court issues, legal issues? Getting in and out of trouble? Kleenex tissues? Yeah, Kleenex tissues? Anything. <laughs> There you go. 
How about you? You have your date? You have any uh, clients yet? Yeah. Go in there and represent anybody? Not in the so-called legal sense, but when dealing with this so-called credit stuff, I'm starting to get a few people, <laughs> actually. Kind of yeah. funny, but... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, getting a couple people that are coming around looking for some help how to deal with this credit shit, you know, and particularly some past shits, too. Pretty interesting. And I'm led to believe that the consistency is there now. Pretty consistent. Pretty simple, man. Well, Where's the claim? Man. Other than that, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been actually this whole last week. I've been dealing with the second half of the dental surgery, so I haven't been out doing a whole lot. So I just been kind of hanging out, messing with some of this credit stuff, and seems pretty uh, it's pretty fun. I'll have a good time with it. It's been great. I'd say you stay on point. The, the so-called credit will be cleared. Well, yeah. Well, that's just it. In fact, that's where I got my start was just basically clearing up the old credit. Now I'm kind of playing with new, fresh stuff, you know. But now I'm helping people with past stuff and current stuff now. So it's pretty good. It's a- all the, uh, all, the, all the college students that got all these stupid fucking loans, that's all they need to do, man. Because well, if they go by the so-called rules that are written, allegedly they can't get out of it. A couple so of the people a, that I'm hoping, that's one of their big things is that so-called student loan. Which is pretty interesting because I'm sitting here helping people out, dealing with something that allegedly I've got one of those coming along too. So, you know, it's like, hey, by the time I get there, I'll have this shit down pat. <laughs> yeah. It's all, like I said, though, it, it's already pretty consistent because um, just certain basic things. And, of course, the biggest basic part of it all is, there is no claimant. There is nobody that's actually one person that's put up so-called funds for you to borrow. Not only what evidence do you have of that? Why, why, why are you making claims? You're the claimant now. Now you got to prove that shit. What's wrong with you? Why are you making claims? Who said that? I said allegedly. Fuck. Don't you yeah, yeah right. After the, after the statement. Haven't you been paying attention? What evidence do you have? I owe attention to anything. Who are you talking to now? I thought you were talking to me. Why are you talking to you? Well, why are you, you bringing up attention? Well, you said you. I thought you were talking to me. Is it impossible to so to pay uh, the debt of the so-called loan um, as versus really you can only discharge the debt of the so-called loan? Well, the point of it is, what there's only a debt if you believe there's a debt. Could it be? Yeah, it's a so-called debt on a so-called loan, yeah. <clears throat> the one who goes out and makes a claim and gets a loan. 
who authorizes who authorizes the debt? Well, in this particular scenario, I guess it would have been the the so-called student. There you go. Now, who's authorized to declare the debt? I'd like to renegotiate this matter. Again, the so-called student. When can I make the claimant? And they don't want to tell you. They don't want to tell you you're the claimant. So what they do is zero the account. Right, Mikey? Mikey ain't on. Mikey will tell you. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mikey just basically took what I was doing for some people and out to renegotiate the contract, just put a little twist on it, and there you go. Yeah, where do you think where do you think he got that from? Me. Yeah. Right. Of <laughs> you're on the you're on the wrong fucking call, man. Do us a favor hey, and hang you know, up. You're on the wrong fucking call, asshole. We had a few phone calls about it. Without you on there screaming at shit. Yeah, but it, where do you hear first? Huh? Where do you, you fucking numbskulls here first? Huh? Who said anything about being here first? What does that have to do with anything? I did, you asshole. Oh, I finally listened to the question and first. you can't get it right. You'll, you'll make a good fucking lawyer. I can tell that. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck with me, bro. <laughs> what? I'm good what at was that? Shit. I'm learning from you, brother. Don't fuck with me. I'm learning from you. I'm if I don't fuck shit. with you, you won't learn. Well, Fucking with you is how you learn, you dickhead. Come on. Think about but it. I got to fuck with you back. So? That's what's that got to do with anything? Well, that's how I learned. That's what it's all about, fucking with it. Say you're easy, man. You took it personal. Who said anything about personal? So it's the so-called... You're getting all sad and no worried now. Come on a minute. Come on. Come on. A minute, you're getting all sad and worried because I asked you to hang the fuck up, huh? You think I meant that? When did you ask me to hang up? I thought you were talking about you. Oh. Fuck me, this fucking you guy. You never got that. We're talking to me, then you started talking to you, and I didn't understand why you did that. You had a brain that died of loneliness. You know that? Fuck. If I know, what do you think? Do I sound like a mind reader to you? Yeah. Anyway. Anything else? What's... 
If I only had a brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put him up, put him up. Yeah, give him a medal. <laughs> well, you know how funny it is that the, in the uh, in that story, the Wizard of Oz, it, it's the straw man that's wanting the brain. <laughs> Not too much of symbolism there. Yeah, yeah, you you can relate with him, huh? <laughs> Maybe I might. Anyway. It might be like we might be like cousins or something. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of freaking shit in that Wizard of Oz movie. The straw man. A corporation, yeah. if I only had a brain. Yeah. yeah, there's actually, looking at things differently now, having a different perspective, there's a few older movies that I want to go back and look at. That would be one of them. 2001, A Space Odyssey would be another. Um, watch, Shining. Watch the million, watch the million pound note. With, uh, I think it was Gregory Peck. If you haven't, okay. I don't think I've seen that one. It's an old one, black yeah. and white. Oh, oh well, I, I forget. I it might be. That's a good one. Million pound. I think it was called the million pound note. Anyway, brothers, I got to get got some more studying to do. I got school starting. Uh, I was going to play a, gonna play a song for you. Another one. What song was that, Bats? There it is. Here's what I believe. Because um, I got to get that. Story. Here we go. I was sitting in my basement, I just rolled myself a taste of something green and gold and glorious to get me through the day. Then my friend yelled through the transom, grab your coat and get your hat, son. There's a nut down on the corner, giving dollar bills away. But I laid around a bit, and I had another hit, and I wrote myself a bomb, and then I thought about my mama, then I fooled around, played around, jacked around a while, and the end. 
Did you go already? No, I'm still here. Here, Popeye. Yeah, I'm still here. No matter how I, no matter how I, no matter how I insult you, you still won't leave. What the fuck? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I'm tougher than that. (laughs) Haven't you figured that out yet? (laughs) But it's it's good talking with you, whether you believe it or not. That's another story. But yeah. It's a claim. You don't like it, sue me. See ya. Love you. <laughs> Out, brothers. Love Love you, Dusty. Have fun. Love you, Papa. Love you, brothers. Have fun. Whatever you do, don't name it after me. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. soon batman and uh i'll just uh call the wayne enterprises to give updates and that on on the way there if that's cool yeah that's cool sweet yeah hopefully bruce ain't being a dick that day but fuck it if he is right (laughs) life (laughs) <laughs> dick Dick is Robin huh? Robin's the dick Remember dick. Robin Robin's right. the dick 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 Grayson <laughs> Remember Yeah uh, Got a bunch of snow I got that ain't too bad. I hear, uh, what was I hearing on the radio? Someone had like eight feet of snow they got or something. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. I guess it's shifted, huh? It's a, New York gets more snow these days, I hear, than in some of the other places that were getting a lot of snow. Got to get one of those snow machines, Batman. Those things, they are fun, I believe. Oh, I, I used to have a blast, man, back in the day. I lived up north. Lots of fun. Well, one of these days, I know they, uh, Shit, they're a lot of fun. Either way, they're just it's good to blast around on them things. Geared up right. The buddy, uh, he always he he likes the butter shots, so he likes to go riding up into the hills, and then he'll he'll go, okay, this is the spot, and then he'll crack a beer and have a shot of butter yeah. shot. Warms the belly, gives you a little heat, you know, fire from the inside, keep you warm, and then go another travel up into the mountains and then, you know, crack another one and 
Yeah, the whole way. By the time shit, by the time that the folks would get back to the place, man, it's hard to walk. <laughs> yeah, I hear but there, yeah, yeah, there ain't nothing but trees yeah. around. You used to carry a bottle of. Well, I used to carry a bottle of blackberry brandy for snake bites. Yeah. For snake bites. Just dump yeah, it right on it, huh? Snake bite. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna get one up in the snow, but anyway. Uh huh. Well, you know, you never know. You know, Bigfoot could have a pet or something. Yeah, that's true. Hey, have you ever met a Bigfoot up there yet? Well, I mean, like shook his hand and said, what's going on, partner? I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah, sure. No, I never met one, but... uh I hear the uh, one of the old brothers on the old calls. He used to go by Bigfoot. Led to believe I met him. He was up yeah. in this part of the country, this so-called part of the Rock, for uh, a yeah. lot of years. I think. Yeah. I think it was the same Bigfoot. I think he's the one who did the sent me that picture I use now for the Skype. And, uh, yeah, same same Bigfoot. Then. That's the only Bigfoot I ever met, but. Or well, spoke with, I guess, if, if you can consider that meeting. But whatever. Um, but I hear they're running around. You know, I, I mean, I hear tale of it. Yeah. People, people talk about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they just put a movie out. It's pretty trippy. Uh, called uh, that movie. What, what the heck is it? Yeti. Uh, it's called Smallfoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you hear about that? Not yet. It's like a, it's like a cartoon flick, um, but it's called Smallfoot, and and it's about the Bigfoot living up in the mountains. They they captured they they uh, they, they seen one. They seen a Smallfoot, and uh, and nobody believed the one that seen him. He went back to their little village. He's like, I seen a Smallfoot. They're like, Nah, Smallfoot don't exist. And anyways, he went on a mission and drug the, drug the feller back to the village to show everybody, look, this is a small foot. And uh, they're kind of cool. Had a had like this rap song about Sasquatches and stuff on there. I, I kind of liked it. I thought it was a good little good little movie. But I think it was seemed like it was from the perspective of the Bigfoot, maybe, possibly. Yeah, what they're thinking, like, whoa, these things down there, these small foot, these are these are weird critters, man. They're not to be trusted or something. <clears throat> but comes to find out, the one they took up there, he he saved them and and they liked him and he was a good small foot, I guess. Seems that was the message in there, but. It's super interesting because they talk about like being told and taught certain things on all these stones and how the stones kept falling, you know, from uh, belief because they kept getting disproven. And then the big cheese on there, the chief or whatever, he says he takes the one guy who's telling the whole village about the small foot, takes him into his lair thing in the cave. He says, look, man, this is the reason I'm... 
I'm telling everybody about these stones and how these stones are what's up because it protects them from the from the people. So it's a it's a good lie, basically. Yeah, I don't know. If you get a chance, Batman, I think it's worth checking out. I think you'll like it. But they're calling it Smallfoot, I think. And the big guys, they were calling Yetis. The Bigfoots were Yetis and Sasquatches and stuff like that. <clears throat> Yeah. Never heard of Smallfoot. Yeah, I guess that's what we are to them. Smallfoot. They're Bigfoot. We're Smallfoot. Good tune. Woo! Temperature dropped out there. Woo! Boo. What's going on, man? All of them, huh? Half to three quarters of an inch short. Half to three quarters of an inch short. Yeah, the whole back top plate. So I had to bring it up. Now I got to fill in the gaps and then cut them off. Otherwise, you're going to have... Done even? The, the top plate? Oh, yeah. I put a level on it. It looked, looked all right. No? Ain't going to work, huh? Oh, yeah. Now it is. We got Shot it with the transit. All them corners are supposed to be good. Corners are good. Okay. All right. Yep. Give me a pair of seconds. I'll be right out, brother. It'll only take an hour and six. Huh. I'm burning up a little extra. Yeah, I'm talking with the Batman. I'll be right out. You know Yep. Yep. The brother says, "What's up, Batman?" That's right. Does he really want to know? It was no, no, no. <laughs> He's heard that one. <laughs> the pecker. You want to see it? <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, bigger. Yeah. No, it's like Winter decided to, old man Winter decided to wake up from his slumber and make it happen or something, because it got cold. Well, play a Christmas song. Yeah. All I right. play a Christmas song yet, did I? Did I play Christmas at Ground Zero last week? I forget. Yeah. Yeah, you did. But I haven't heard, uh, I haven't heard Jingle Bell's Batman Smells yet. Robin laid an egg. Do 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 do. All the all the littles are singing it. <laughs> I don't know if I got that one. Batmobile lost the wheel all on Christmas Day. Uh huh. Yep. I'm gonna meet out for a second while you jam on that and take a look at this this here wall. I'm going to play Christmas at Ground Zero. i got to play one Christmas song.
smoke with Willie again. Willie won't smoke with me. He's afraid. Nah. It's <laughs> quite a claim. <laughs> All right. Whatever you got to do to fix it. I'll go through here with a sledgehammer. I'll knock each and every one of them out if I have to. Fuck. Got that Christmas carol on there, Batman? I just played it. Where were you? I was saying you got it in. It was sounding good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to play one, one song or two. I forget if this is... <laughs> I got another one here. This is an old...
You still there, brother Batman? Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you, man. It's going to be super cool. Wow. So is all this weight going to crush this back down or? So what, you got to get a jack under there? I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep going if I was you. This wall. This wall, no. Okay. This will, yeah. Yeah, but it's. Okay. Well, as long as no more weight goes on there and crushes down, you see what happened here? That's going to have to do, huh? That ain't going to hurt nothing. How's the glue going down? Like, like, fucking. Yeah, buddy. Like Go ahead, up the ladder. Little guy's coming up to see you guys for a second. Don't get in these guys' way, buddy. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Now get down. Let, let these guys work. Come on. Is he good? Keep an eye on him. I don't want him falling off this building over here. Don't let him near the edge. Batman, you still there, brother? Okay. Woo. Burr. Gotta have your big boy pants on. <laughs> big warm boy pants, anyways. Well, something's going on. I can't hear anything here. I can hear you. Axeman, what's up, brother? I just went for a walk. It's a nice morning here. I'm trying to organize some stuff with people and get nowhere with them. Nowhere, huh? Uh, you know what? People are like. I can, can't rely on them. They won't be honest. I'm led to believe that there's a bit of that everywhere. So I've heard. Yeah. And they don't seem to give a fuck about anybody but themselves. Yep. I look at it in a kind of way. It might be a fucked up kind of way, some may say, but I, I believe either you're in service to others or you're in service to self. I like Batman's yeah, well, question there. You know, what's the best for everybody? I think it's an important question that we should all ask ourselves every day. What's best for everybody? Is this good for you? Is this good for me? Good for everybody. Um, but you know, what, what do you do when somebody doesn't fulfill their part of the arrangement? Oh, man, I've had a bit of that. So I do do some things. 
Uh, what I do is if if I no longer say the name or think of them, then it just doesn't exist and move on. That's the best I could find. I uh, had a had a guy who convinced there there was a there was a man uh, allegedly a man or whatever he had asked to build a home and uh, I didn't want to because right? you know partnerships can be a booger you know uh, at least from the experience that I've I've been known to use or have or whatever if you can have such a thing and he he convinced me he said come on man this would be a good idea I fulfilled the what I you know what I had said I'd do I I completed it did everything I said I'd do there and about that time he says oh I can't honor my my end of it you know of the agreement or whatever and that hurts when you got you know a lot of weeks or months into something and and then the one that who had the brilliant idea and talks you into you know going full bore on it because it's a because they're there and, and they're going to do it and they don't it can be frustrating man i believe but i just had to yeah you know, i've seen a lot like of people that. in that sort of situation my, huh? my situation is more like i've gone out of my way to help people and then uh, when you ask for a little bit of help back they just turn their backs on you you know yeah anybody there i got dropped there you are axe man um there's that bit in the in the biblical text about charging your brother not i learned a long time ago or at least i believe i did to help brothers and sisters with zero expectation and zero uh, return at all that way I don't let the self down because it seems oh. that, you know, when, when you're like, all right, listen, man, I'm going to help you, but I'm going to need help. And then it don't happen. It seems like no, no, that, that's not why I do it. No, I never ask for anything in return. It's just that sometimes I need help and I can never get it. Yeah. Most of the men that I talk to, who so-called do business and that they say that's the hardest thing to find is good help it, you know it's real good like help you know good so i don't know maybe it's like that everywhere but uh yeah sorry to hear that max man that's a my brother's in need and needs help I don't know. I'm not probably not the best guy to really say anything about it. I don't think I am qualified in that department, but if I was there, I'd be helping you. You better believe that, man. I'd it's building, I'd throw the tool bags on or whatever it takes, I'd I'd be there to help if I could, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You darn right. Yeah. It'd be my pleasure, but I'm led to believe you're you're over the ponds. We're I think we're quite a bit of distance apart. I, I believe between yeah, us, but. the other side of the, the other side of the world, right? Yeah. Uh, put on your swimsuit, man, and go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. 
I'll see you in a few days. <laughs> what kind of stuff you got going on, uh, Axe Man? You got a, uh, some projects in that heading on? Or, I mean, what you thinking about? Uh, you don't mind me asking. Uh, it's more personal stuff, really. Right. And personal and family. Gotcha. Forgive yourself, bro. Is it the so-called holidays over that direction as well? Like, do they do that over there? I think they call it Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, just be glad you're across the pond, because I'm led to believe when the family gets together for the holidays, it's a knockdown drag out. With the exception of uh, Thanksgiving was pretty darn. That was a good one. I couldn't believe it. It was the first. But we'll see, man. Maybe there's a change in the air, possibly. Oh, yeah, but is it going to be a, a, the better or a change for the worse? Say that again. Is it going to be changed for the better or changed for the worse? Uh, I don't know. If you find that spacecraft hidden, tucked away, let me know. I might want to hop, hop a ride with you, brother. <laughs> oh, well, that, I can be thankful for that, that where I am, it's uh, one of the safer places in the world. Yeah. I'm led to believe that as long as you got honor in the heart and you're doing right by the brothers and sisters, it's like an impenetrable fortress of love. That's why I'm going to hang out with the Batman. I want to I wanna be doing that. But, you know, seems to clear the air around, possibly. Yeah, yeah. that was a bit... Yeah, but what makes you what what leads you to believe that it's one of the safer? Um, we don't have there's there's a lot of space here and it's still reasonably wild. Uh, people Australians are generally pretty pretty peaceful kind of people. We don't have armed lunatics running the streets. Uh, our government's corrupt, but. It's more of a um, iron fist in a velvet glo glove kind of fascism here. Um, huh. An iron fist and velvet glove. I, I never heard that before. Not heard that expression before? Uh, nope. Don't believe so. I don't believe uh, I've ever heard that. That's an old one. That was Stalin. Mm. Yeah, Stalin. <laughs> What's that? I think it got coined around that era with Stalin, communist Russia. Ruled huh. with an iron in a velvet glove. Yeah. 
then again, I, yeah. I think they stopped teaching history in schools a few years ago. What rocking tunes you got going on here, Batman? We need to lift the spirit up a little, brother. Can you help us out? Oh, probably. I know you got something in that bag of magic tricks. Uh, I know what to play. There we go. <laughs> When's the last time you played some Puff the Magic Dragon, huh? I think it's been a while, know. man. Got something else pulled up here. All right. Uh, well, uh, I could play that if you wanted to hear it. Uh, where was it? Here we go. Hey. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous, and she took me in and gave me breakfast. She said, you come from a land down under, I'm 
Yeah. I didn't cheer up anybody, did he? Here. <laughs> uh, here. Uh, you asked for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it thought of that song because you, I believe. I think when when I hear Auss, Aussies, the Australians, and I think of the men, the men at work. I like I like that group. I got some good tunes. Did Do you ever hear uh, Midnight Oil? Midnight Oil. That's the name of a group. Yeah, another Australian group. Nah, I fail to recall that one. All right, some of their stuff is kind of interesting. Yeah. I was going to. It used to be a bit of an like, Australian sound, you know, in the 80s, late 70s, 80s. There's a lot of yeah. uh, really kind of unique and original Australian bands. But uh, yeah. the pub scene that spawned them has been pretty much shut down now. And most yeah. of what's happening is just clones, clones of the stuff we see everywhere else. Yeah. I think a lot of that's happening over here, too. Yeah, but I made the, the laws are so stiff for driving while uh, allegedly driving while intoxicated. Most people are just staying home. Oh, you now. can't even <laughs> can't even smoke in a pub here anymore. Yeah, and the, the tax on everything, as well as all the regulations, uh, noise restrictions. Uh, it's killed the live music scene completely. Yeah. It's a shame. Oh, well, people let it happen, don't they? Yeah. It's uh, still got... Still got places over here, but... Your best bet is if you're going to drink, call a cab or... The Batman. <laughs> Call Saul. <laughs> but my bar hopping days are about over. I used to do it quite a bit back in the day. Uh, let me play this request here. Up the magic dragon Lived by the sea And frolicked in the autumn mist In a land called Hanalee Little Jackie Paper loved that rascal pop and brought him strings and ceiling wax. 
and other fancy stuff. Oh, Puff the Magic Dragon lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hadali. Puff the Magic Dragon lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanali. Together they would travel on a boat with billowed sails. Jackie kept a lookout perched on Puff's gigantic tail. Noble kings and princes would bow whenever they came. Pirate ships would lower their flags when Puff roared out his name. Oh, Puff the magic dragon. Reaching for 
Do you differentiate um, much between uh, the, say, the so-called elite and uh, the New World Order and the, the so-called Illuminati? Do you have the Illuminati um, kind of trying to help folk in a worldview, or um, and the elite is just like extremely greedy and powerful corporations? Um, what's your take on that? I think it's everybody's fault. I think it's very simple. Be the change you want to see. Enough people do that. Things will get better. Enough people don't. It's going to keep getting worse like it is. Too many climates out there. Not doing for others, just doing for themselves. Bottom line. We're all guilty. Mm. We all use plastics. We all feed the beast. We all make claims. We're all part of the beast. The body of the beast are the people. But they don't want to admit that. Muslims, Christians, anybody making claims, you ask me, claims they're a citizen, claims they're this or that, they're part of the body of the beast. They're their own worst enemies. Where would these wars be? Where would all this shit be if people didn't do it? Huh? the people that are doing it. You're going to blame the corporations, Illuminati, whatever, go for it. But it still comes down to each individual partaking of it. I kind of had the Illuminati as giving hints and maybe utilizing corporations to put pressure on folk, um, more restrictions until they actually do start to wake up. And maybe if they're trying this experiment, just see how much these guys will take before the worm turns What's it going to take? I'd say the illuminated ones are just kicking back, watching the people kill themselves. They, you know, this shit don't happen unless people consent to it. And they tell mm-hmm. everybody everything, the people that are doing the different stuff. Tell everybody what they're doing and the people do it with them. They consent to it. I mean, come on. You want to blame Illuminati? You want to blame the Rockefellers? You want to blame the elite, so-called elite? Think about it. It's the way people treat one another that's doing it. Behavior. I mean. I'm going to sit there and point the finger. Remember, you got three back, pointing back at you. That's the kind of way I perceive it. What about rental, uh, Batman? Like, um, 
if if there's a, a citizen in the public uh, as a legal fiction part of a corporate and um, they think that they own things but they're playing a game of chess and it's checkmate from the beginning this illusion of ownership a delusion um is there such a thing as a want of a better word um you could call it a, a peaceful inhabitant but a private citizen who is owning nothing but um only rents what do you mean private citizen how about just being an inhabitant and using what yeah. you got around you what's a private citizen that's an oxymoron citizen of what you're a citizen of a company a, a, a city or i mean a uh a state or a country you're a claimant man you're think about it mm-hmm. private citizen how can you be private if you're a citizen i don't know about you but the so-called constitution of the united states if you claim to be a united states citizen you got no right period <laughs> Started at an early age here, Batman. We got to get it straight, get it right, right now, right? That <laughs> uh, brings me back to when the littles were little, man. That's, that's the full sound in the background, but a lot of noise. Mute out, please. Thank you. Guy on here. What do you want? There we go. 
This call is being recorded. I just brought two people in on the call here. We got uh, Zippy and Naomi. Is that you? We got Naomi here? I am. All right. Yep. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings, yes. Hi. (laughs) What's new with you guys and girls? Oh, well, we were just sitting back, relaxing, listening to the music, and then um, 
nobody goes, should we just join the call? And I said, yeah, let's do that. Come on, let's go. So we, we joined. Yeah. It was lovely to hear from you, hear, hear, hear your voice. I thought, ah, oh, it's like a tease. Got to get on. <laughs> Especially when you're live. <laughs> yeah. How's things been for you, Zippy? Um, they're going very well. Uh, um, Naomi's um, sort of been helping me out in, in certain areas, so I feel a lot more relaxed now. Uh, having kind, sensitive um, human around, you know, rather than a hostility, hostile, hostile combatants. <laughs> yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, very mellow at the moment. Things are very mellow. Yeah. You get what you put out. Yeah, yeah. That that is exactly what it is, actually. Yes, it is the laws of attraction. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I found works for me, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ditto, as they say. Same. Same. Yeah. It does work. That's what people may laugh at it. They may look to read other little bits and pieces, but it is the law of attraction. You get what you put out. And if they don't, and if they don't like you, then why did they put it out in the first place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's entertaining watching these people do do what they do, and then they ask why. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's good. It's good. Everything's lovely, man, at the, at the moment. Glad to hear it. Yeah. You, you talking with Yogi yet? Or are you guys still? Um. Well, I'm work. I'm working on it. Right. I'm All right. On it. That's that's good to hear. That's a start. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I listen to what you said, and I'm um, trying to figure out is like yeah, it's time to uh. To um, talk. Well, start by forgiving yourself because a lot of times people don't realize it. They want to blame the other guy, but then they, you got to stop and think: why? Why would he treat me that way, or why would she treat me that way? Mm. Could it be me? Huh? Could uh, it be something I said? Could it, yeah, it could be. I mean, be. that that you can change. You can change the way you are and the way you treat others, but the way others are. The only way to see change in them is, yes, me be the change you want to see. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, definitely, hundred percent on that. And uh, I'm working on that as well. Yeah, that as well. But then every now and again, people think, Alex, let me see if I can push his buttons. And then sometimes I think, oh, I wonder if I can push his buttons. Yeah, <laughs> that. That used to get me going back in the day when I first started on the calls. I used to get offended, upset, and then I realized why. I mean, mm. people try to push my buttons. I said, tell me something I don't know. You know? Mm. Yeah, you yeah. Asshole, tell me something I don't know. You asshole, well, yeah. Are you motherfucker? Hey, your mother telling on me again. Jeez, you know, shit like that. Yeah, I just don't mm. care. What's worse? Yeah, it's, it's the time when you have to realize that when everyone's pushing buttons, it's like it's almost like it can get quite um, 
hostile, so hostile that it's, it's almost nuclear missiles. You know, it's getting to that part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let it go, man. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> nuclear missiles. <laughs> Blow the whole fucking place up. I mean, you get offended. You're the one that's offended. The guy or woman or whatever said it probably didn't even think twice, and you're the one letting it eat away at you. I mean, who's the asshole? Huh? I think I think the, the, I think both parties are the assholes. But the reason being is because could it be that they both hold half the answer until they come together? Then the realization of what the argument was all about, rather than uh, pressing buttons for buttons for uh, nuclear missiles, you know, getting that hostile. And they both have the answers. I believe both of them have the answers. That's what probably they're arguing. Well, I think it's an ego trip, man. Who wants to be the bigger asshole? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that one, yeah. And holding it. How <laughs> holding the baton for that one now. That's <laughs> a heavy baton to hold. <laughs> yeah, <he> did. <laughs> you ask me, life's too short to be holding grudges and mad at one another. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I haven't heard from him for a while, but I, I hear that he's doing all right. So, you know, yeah. little bits and pieces, you know, you know how his life's changed and everything. But, um, you know, he's still doing his, uh, his kung fu. That's good, yeah. You know, keeping himself, um, you know, amused and, you know. Living, the, living, enjoying the moment. That's all you can do, you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Greetings, everyone. Uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? <laughs> I thought they shut down the internet in Canada. It was... Anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> to me. How you doing, Darren? I'm doing good. How are you good doing? Good to hear you. Anyone I can. That's what I figured. <laughs> Who's that there? That in the back right? Who's that there in the Darren. background? Is that Zippy? Yeah, this is Zippy. Who's that? Darren. Darren. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, your imaginary lover. Um, yeah, I'd like to fuck you. Oh. Be careful what you wish for. Oh, yep. Laws of attraction. Yeah, love to hook up with you, Darren. I love know to you, fuck you. I love you too, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the same way, or in the same way. What evidence do you have of that? Hmm. You a mind reader now, Zippy? Uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm fishing. What's the bait you're using? Maybe you're not going to catch anything. It depends, isn't it? Depends if people like stale meat or fresh meat on the end of the hook. I, I find people like claims. Mm. That's easy to put them on the hook for that. You ever think a claim? I heard everything's a claim. That's what I heard. 
I heard it, everything is a claim. Any, any words that are spoken from a man's mouth is a claim. Could Even it, if it's it in a question? It's in a question, yeah, because you're provoking. You're provoking a, a man to make a claim on oh. a division. How is that provoking? Well, I thought, look, if, if, you, if you lose, if, if you're, you're provoking by asking a question of a division, do you like this more than do you like that? Well, the point of the matter is, is it provoking or is it trying to find out what the brother needs? I, I, would, I would be inclined to leave uh, the, the question alone because then you'd be making a claim and then you've got to stand by it. Why would you want to stand by a division? I've heard that division is a sin in, in, in the Bible. What if one is asking you a question like, would you would you want a, a Coke or a beer? I mean... Uh, that's going to provoke well, him to claim he wants one. I see what Zippy's saying, but... Is it a provoking? It provoking or, 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 I mean, well, if I said I would a tequila instead, I mean, there's many options. I guess it means, what do you mean by provoke? Yeah, that's what I would. Yeah, it's the hostile question rather than the pleasing question. Would you like a, a beverage? Well, is, that, like? is that provoking? No, that's offering. Well, then how can, you just said anytime you speak or ask a question, it's provoking. I'm confused. Well, not that, 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 no, you, that's, a, that's not a question. That's an offer. Would you like a cup of tea? Would you like a beer? That's an offer. What do you mean? Yeah, a question well, in the form of an offer. It's a, I mean. it's a, it's a question. So yeah. speaking, then then I'm not being provoking when I'm asking that. But it's not me to get question. drunk. Yeah. Well, you, you, like me to, <laughs> you let me believe every time somebody asks you something, they're provoking you. So I'm just trying to figure it out here. Depends, it depends what they're asking for. Are you, you know, trying to provoke like, Zippy, Batman? That's different then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Darren, you have any episodes with the so-called courts lately? Um, no. I got a, one in January. Allegedly, a little I heard say that there's going to be uh, one for February, but that's the one where uh, I'm led to believe that's the one that um, when they tried to come here and give a summons or a subpoena or whatever the fuck they were trying to do, and I showed them the fucking way out, um, I'm led to believe it might be a court case for that, but uh, this time I'm going in kicking and screaming, drag me in there, see how that goes. I'd like to believe that uh, I read somewhere in one of the maxims, and I'm kind of sticking to it pretty good because it helps me get an idea on what's going on here, but I'm led to believe that equity will not aid a volunteer. Oh. I've heard that in a maxim, so I thought to myself, I still don't quite get what equity is, but why the fuck would I volunteer if nobody's going to help me? But it's not so much the reason I, if I'd ever go to court again, it's because I'm led to believe there's a controversy concerning something I allegedly used. But yeah. far as, uh, yeah, you can go that way too. Where's the claimant? You know, you're going to come and get me. Chances are, though, if you're asking the right questions, then you're going to screw it. It ain't going to touch it. 
Well, this right. is the time that's ever had a, a situation like this where um, they actually brought the police to keep the peace. <laughs> it was funny. But it was the first time i ever seen a situation like that, and uh, I guess they were trying to serve something or whatever, and I, I, they stuck it in the door, I threw it back in their car, then they dropped it on the ground, and then I got the, uh, the police officers to uh, get them, they didn't want to identify themselves. Uh, you know, I kept saying, hey, your badge number, name, and all that. They kept making excuses why they didn't have that information. Finally, the police came that were there to keep the peace, told them, look it, we don't got time for this stuff. Give them your name and badge number and get out of here. And so when they gave the <laughs> badge number again and opened the window to give it to me, I threw that fucking piece of paper right back in the truck and told them to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so whether that piece of paper was uh, an invitation, uh, I've got a, a drift on possibly the, the day the party is at, um, but they're going to have to drag me in there kicking and screaming. I think I'll try this route and see what happens. Yeah, that's one way to do it. But instead, you know, they roll out the piece of paper looking for this name. I said to him, "What evidence you have? Is anybody here by that?" And he just walked right by me. Tried, he went to kind of throw it in the shop door, but I had locked the door. When he couldn't open the door, he stuck it in the door handle. Fucking, he fucking didn't. You know, he just walked right fucking by and did with it. So. I would ask the cops if there's laws against littering. Did you see what he just did? Yeah. Well, I, I asked the cop. I said, hey, listen, you know, he just littered there. And he said, I said, you know, you guys, you know, going to arrest him? And he said, you know, Darren, <laughs> we're not going to do that. He says, but uh, I said, so you guys aren't going to go file information on this guy, these guys for this? No, no, we're not going to. He says, but you know what? You can go and file it. I said, oh, really? Yep. Yeah. I already knew anyways, so I, I, he goes, yep, you can go down to the courthouse, you file an information, and uh, go down to the courthouse, they'll tell you what to do. So I thought, fuck, I'll go down to the courthouse. went down there, and I talked to the clerk there, and uh, uh, she gave me the, the papers and explained the, the instructions and stuff like that. And uh, she turned to me, and she says, you know, you can arrest them. And I, I already yeah. heard that before. Yeah. Right? And I said, oh, really? She goes, yep. I, I said, well, I tried to get the police to uh, lay the charges, and she kind of rolled her eyes. And I said, and, you know, when I said they wouldn't do it, she kind of rolled her eyes. She goes, well, here, you can do it. And she gave the paperwork, and uh, I haven't filed it yet. It's, but the thing of it is, I would ask them cops, you witnessed that, right? Can I comment? Well, yeah, they gave me, because uh, when I, I said I asked them for their identity, they were like, oh, no problem, Darren, here's our business card. And you know what? We even wrote an incident number down for you so you can you can call back on a report for us. But, it, it, but I, I believe know, they were there for me, not for them. Yeah. What I would do, though, then if you want to have fun, seems you like to have fun, you file the information. But remember, I believe that we're in proprieties here or something to that extent. You know what I mean? You don't want to make you don't want yeah, to make I an put, outright I, fight. I thought it's I use that word a lot, improprieties, when I'm, I am making a claim that I'd like to believe that the possible improprieties, uh, you know, uh, involved in this. Um, I don't, right now it's kind of up in the air, right? So they send a letter saying they're going to, you know, come and do whatever they're going to do. It's supposed to happen tomorrow. We're waiting to see what happens. They might not do anything because, you know, I wrote him a letter, and 
you know, I, I put some stuff in there, but I put a lot of questions in there too as well. And uh, I just said to the guy, look, are you claiming I intentionally, you know, uh, I, my intentions are to go out and, and uh, harm people? You know, they're claiming, uh, well, I mentioned to you before how it all goes. They're using that so-called legal name as a pincushion. So I've used it to put all the so-called property in that name when, and I put zero property in the corporation name. And so the corporation reports are spotless. But this so-called legal name's been fucking hammered for years for fines and this and that. You fucking name it. It's been used as a pincushion. Yeah. <laughs> but they uh, they are looking at. See, when I file the so-called report to them, I file one for each corporation uh, on how many trucks are operating and estimated kilometers. And the one I file for the legal name, I file zero kilometers tra uh, traveled and zero trucks operated. And so they come for that name. They want to do what they call a, uh, an audit on, um, you know, all the paperwork that, that the truck drivers write out, the log books and stuff like that. And um, yeah. I basically told them to beat it. And, uh, well, the thing of it is I want to meet the claim. over that because people don't, like, Companies who run trucking companies are terrified of these guys. And yeah. uh, I told them to fuck off, basically, in a roundabout way. Well, it's not so much fuck off as I want to meet the claimant and I want to talk with the one who's accepting liability for this matter, and I want to know exactly what their intentions are. And that's what I put in the letter to this. This uh, He claims to be the deputy registrar of motor vehicles. And I've yeah, spoke with him many. I got a direct line to the guy, and uh, you know we spoke many times. But uh, yeah, for some fuck reason, him. I want to. Well, him. Like, I want to talk to his boss. That you know, I've been poking at the bees nest, and now I think they're coming. Right, so every time I go in court, they go for these um, you know transportation uh, fines or offenses or whatever. A lot of times I beat them, and a lot of There's times I frustrate them. And there's, uh, nothing, there's nothing to beat until you meet a claimant. Well, yeah, I hear you there, but it seems to me that they might be thinking I'm getting away from something because a lot of these charges aren't sticking when I'm asking for the claimant and I don't give a name. And, you know, I say people call me Darren and that, you know, and they try that's to. The first rule, that's the first rule of evidence and you're not making claims. So they got no jurisdiction. Uh, I mean, I've had they know it. Last year, a uh, year and a half, recused himself. Uh, yeah. So, like, some of them are making claims, and then they realize they made a claim, and that's it. It's, it's game over. They quit. Quit right away. Yeah. But, uh, simple. It's, well, it's, it sounds simple, but it really ain't. It can, you know. Uh, oh, it's simple. It may not be wrong. easy. It, it, it may not be Hey, it may not be, I mean, it's simple. It may not be easy, but the yeah. basic rules of evidence and stuff are very simple. Yes, me. Now, easy, that's another story. Keeping your ego out of it and your head out of your ass, now that can be hard. Well, I've been hammering this guy because he made a claim based on hearsay, it seems to me. And I keep asking yeah. him who he heard it from. Yeah. Why? Because he wrote... Uh, 
that, that he's led to, he believes, based on information, and the registrar, he, he brings himself and the registrar in, uh, basically uh, saying that, you know, there's a concern for safety or something like that. And it's got nothing to do with safety. It's got, what it's got to do is the, the name has just been hit, like, I would have to say a no. hundred times. Uh, with it's the, irrelevant. That's irrelevant. The point of the matter is who's the claimant. Other than that, who's accepting liability for the matter? I mean, I'm led well, to believe there's a controversy concerning this. Who's the claimant? When can I speak with him to negotiate the matter? Other than that, so that's all it that's is. That's what we've that's been doing lately. And that's where I, 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 it seems like the... See, the prosecutor is basically uh, for the Ministry of Transportation. It's not like a prosecutor for the Crown. This is like a hired lawyer that the three hires to come in and act as a prosecutor. He has yeah, well, no the, thing of it is, the thing of it is, is, are you the one accepting liability for this matter? Are you putting up surety for this? I mean, go that's all you got to ask. Back that. <laughs> yeah. Go away. Silent. Well, I've had them say, oh, we'll talk about this in front of the judge. And then I bring it up and I say, hey, we talked about it and he didn't want to talk about it, judge. He says he wants to talk about it in front of you. So now you're here. Let's talk about it. And <laughs> you see the sour look on their fucking face, man, when you bring that shit up. Yeah, you're an honor. You're, you're an honor as long as you're asking, you know, you want to talk about it. Who's putting up charity? And then he brings it to court. I mean, you're the one putting up charity here. Yeah. See, he's got nowhere to go. His fucking ass puckers up tighter than a duck. I mean. Yeah. So, but in the beginning, it didn't work that way. I, I, I felt like a lost fool trying to fucking deal with these people until I started to ask, you know, questions, blaming this yeah. and when, and a lot of things started First. to change. It's the first rule of evidence, man. You need two claimants in order to have the court to have jurisdiction over a controversy. You got to have one claiming you did it. And you got to have one claiming you not did it. You go in there and asking who's the one claiming I did anything. And guess what? No controversy unless that claimant comes up and puts up surety for the matter. And they don't do that. They don't. You're right. They don't. I have yet to see anyone want to do it anyway, because they accept liability. They're just representing the so-called state or department or whatever. They're delusional, man. Fuck. Yep. Have fun with them. <laughs> I know years I, and years. I thought to myself. I thought, why even worry about them? If if there was anything wrong whatsoever, the fucking police would be involved, and they'd be the ones asking questions. They would have shut you down by now if you made any claims. Well, the thing is, too, right? You you, you write a letter saying uh, by uh, December twenty first you're going to do this, that, and the other thing. You 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 cry wolf safety. If if it was so concerned about safety, you'd have shut it down that fucking day. It's just an excuse, man. It's just an issue to see if they can bait you or argue over it, man. I believe so. It's, it's all illusions, man. When hit with an illusion, hit them with a greater illusion. That's all. Oh, that's what I hope to have done when I wrote a letter. 
the sun, the, the sun gets. I let him see all this stuff, what's going on, right? But he fucking gets pissed. Why? Well, because you know he knows he knows what we're doing here and how we run things, and he knows you know or he believes we don't do anything wrong and we do everything by the book, so to speak, uh, where it comes to you know safety and that. We're not doing anything by a book anyway. We're doing what's what we're conscious of anyways, what we believe is right. There's no real book we're following. You know, I'm the one that decides, you know, what so-called resources get used towards whatever equipment needs it. And uh, I don't chintz out. Yeah, but it, no sense of getting upset over it, man, until you meet yeah, a well, claimant. You know, it bugged me a bit. Um, because I try to deal with all kinds of shit that comes at me. You know what I mean? That's what I do. I, I deal with it. They, they call me the fixer here. They got problems. I fix them the best I can anyway. And uh, this is yet to be uh, seen, determined what the outcome is going to be. So um, see whether or not anything needs to be fixed. Take me to claim it. I wouldn't worry about it. That's kind of the way I look at it. Anyway, I gotta go to the bat room. You guys want to talk, or I can play a song or something. Shoot, shoot who else? Who's on there? What was that? Who's on so far? It's just all the just three. Well, you got, got some people on to talk to, and, and then. Uh, you and Naomi and William. Hello, Naomi. William. Naomi's um, about but listening. Hey, Darren. Howdy. And then we got, I don't know, Dusty, Dominic, 905, X-Men, 407, or Truly. But yeah, I'll be back in a minute, man. You guys, go ahead, talk it up. Right. How many times you got a call, Ed Darren? What's that? How many times a year do you go to court a year? Pardon me, Zip? How many times do you go to court a year? Yeah. Roughly. How many times basis. do I go to court in a year? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this year I've probably been 10, 12 times. Yeah. Correct. What's that? I said that's a quite impressive number. Yeah, the last few years, I've probably hit court about 50 times. It, it oh, takes right. a lot to sink in, right? So I keep going back to, to, like, try to get some more experience about what's going on, mostly trying to figure out myself because um, a lot of times I go in there thinking mm -hmm. I know something and uh, I fail to listen to what's being said, and then I end up finding out that... Um, 
you know, like might have messed up or something, and then I have to go into like an appeal, and then when it goes to a higher court, um, that's where it's usually um, usually acquitted from from the higher court. But the local provincial courts haven't been able to, you know, haven't had as many as many wins in there as I had in the, like the higher courts. The higher court is almost a, a it's almost a bang on win if you ask the right questions, no matter what you did or what somebody's claiming you did or didn't do or whatever. But the provincial court, it's like they just it's like they they're thinking they got something else in their head. Uh, maybe it's something to do with implied contracts or something like that, or I, I, I don't know. I haven't I can only guess right now. But uh, there might be something going on there that uh, I haven't been able to quite figure out. But the higher court, yeah, they they follow they follow the, what they call uh, the fundamentals of justice. I believe they follow the administration of justice, whatever that might be. And uh, but I don't think the lower courts do, in a sense, because it's a different court. The other day, I was talking with the lady that does transcripts for me, because I, I get all the transcripts for everything that I do, so I can see what was said and what I said, and you know how to maybe correct it or something, or put question rather than a claim. Um, but uh, she told me, I just kind of I, I had heard about it, but. She is asking me, because I asked her to do the transcript. She says, is it for appeal? I said, yeah, for an appeal. She said, well, which court are you going to? I says, I didn't know. Isn't there only one court? And she goes, oh, no, there's different courts you can appeal it to. You can appeal it to the provincial Ontario court, or you can go right to a superior court. Oh, okay. I said, well, I guess the superior court would be the better place to go, I would think. She goes, well, sometimes they go to an Ontario court, and then if they fail there, then they appeal again to a higher court. She goes, but you can just go right to the higher court right off the bat. I appeal. I put the so-called name down on paper. Uh, I say, you know, and I used it, and they asked for the birth date. I put allegedly down. They asked for the city of town. I put geographical area. Like, I changed their forms, and I put down what I think... I don't totally change them. I just sort of add to them. If they say city or town, I'll say geographical area known as whatever. And okay. so I put like that on the paperwork. Whether it means anything or not, nobody's come to me and said, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, that was a good thing to do that. I'm just fishing around, messing around. They ain't going to tell you. No, they're not going to tell But, you know, Batman, the court clerk will tell you. And... Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of times the court clerk, yeah. They're, Probably shouldn't say this. The transcribists, the, the, the people that do the transcribing, mm-hmm. they, they see more than a judge. They see more than a prosecutor. They see more than, they see it all, and they read it all. They hear it all. They do these transcripts for, what, murder cases, for right down to, like, uh, driving violations. And if you want to ask somebody questions, the ladies who do the transcripts are the are the ones to ask. That's what I found. I've got some of the best answers from them. And they're really not supposed to say anything because all they're there to do is to um, rewrite a report or like the, what, what was uh, said in court. 
and um, but they they know a lot. Like like they see a lot. But I've learned you, some you, things from them. You may not realize this or not, but the court clerk has more authority than anybody in the courtroom. I believe the so. County clerk, the county clerk, yeah. They don't even know it, but if you read the laws, I think you'll find most laws. Anyway, what I found in the so-called states, the court clerk is the boss. Or the county clerk, I mean, county clerk. Is back at, a while back, I'd heard guys going in and giving the court clerk a heart, like, behind the counter. But the girls behind the counter, they also go in the courts. Like, there's so many courts going on, all these girls behind the counter, seems to me, each one might be called to a different court case to be a clerk. But when they're not in the, but the clerk, behind the counter, you know what I mean? Serving people. And, uh, they know their shit, man. I've seen it. Questions. And the, and the clerk give the judges answers. Yeah. yeah. You, know you got to sit down. You have to sit down, bud. Sorry. Oh shit. On. I'm mute now. Everything put away out there, swept up, cleaned up. All right. Yeah. Got the lights down. All right. Thank you. You call them the court clerks. Is that the same as what they call uh, an usher over here? Ah, uh, you got me. It's the one that keeps track of the files and the court proceedings and everything. Yeah, that that would be the usher. We, we they do all the filings too for judges. They do uh, research. They do a lot. Yeah. They're basically. They're basically there to, what I can see, is to serve the public, serve the judges. I, I, I have firsthand, well, what I believe to be firsthand, that the clerks don't like prosecutors, number one, and they don't like lawyers, number two. What's the difference? The spelling? Yeah. <laughs> but through talking I, with them, I can see their disdain for for these individuals, and um, I've seen them where, so I file paperwork, my paperwork's not right, the clerk's giving me advice and helping me, and then I see yeah. a lawyer walk in right beside me, the very same clerk, she looks at his paperwork, slides it back under the wor window and says, fix it, get it right before you bring it back. <laughs> yep. And the the lawyer just like you could see him all pissed off, right? And she turns to me, she goes, These guys are in the business. They fucking she didn't yeah. swear, but she goes, they know better. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry, I don't she goes, No, 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 no problem for you. You you know, you don't quite understand, I'm here to help. But those guys, they're they're trained to know. They know better. They get sloppy. She goes, We don't allow any sloppy work in here. Cool. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool. I heard that from her, this this girl. I've been speaking with her now for over three years. She's the one that told me when I had all them ten charges there, assaulting the police and all that stuff. She was the one that told me not to worry that the judge I had 
was a very honorable man. And she couldn't there say that. Come. She couldn't say that about many of them. But the one I had, she says, you can count yourself lucky not to worry. <laughs> and when I went in there, like I told you, that judge, he kind of acted like if there was such a thing, a lawyer. He started asking questions, you know, and yep. he brought the truth out of the, the police and and uh, and found them to be, uh, he, he discredited them. Fuck, I didn't. Well, they did themselves. He, <laughs> they did it to themselves. themselves. He just asked the questions. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, to this day, that that's my most favorite court case. That one took like two years to fucking deal with. That was heavy, that one. Like assaulting the police officer, evading the police. Fucking, they had yep. fucking ten different charges. I know charges. the feeling. You're looking at prison time. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> now, how did you get in those circumstances of, of, of fucking with the police? What? I said, how did you get in those circumstances? Or how did that happen? How does it happen? You know, fucking claim it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh. Well, I guess that's yeah, that's the bottom line. <laughs> I, I, you know, I thought I knew something. Soon found out I don't know nothing. Ignorance and even if you bl- think your words can, you know, you piss those brothers off wearing them uniforms. They're coming full force for you no matter what, fucking. Yeah. Dogs they cry all you want when they got your their knee to the back of your head and another one's got a knee in, into the fucking side of your ribs and the other one's got your leg twisted one way and your arm twisted the other way. You can cry all you want, but they ain't giving. <laughs> Dogs of war do not capitulate. No, they do not. The only thing that saved me there, not going to jail right away, I fucking, I they knocked the wind out of me. I thought I was having a heart attack. I was having trouble breathing, uh-huh. and um, the leg when they uh, they uh, did a side kick to take me down, right on the leg. Like as soon as you take a side boot to your knee, I don't care who you are, you're you're going fucking down. And um, they took me down, and I thought they said, "Get up." Get in the car. I said, fuck you. You better call an ambulance for me. And fuck, they waited a half an hour. Freezing fucking minus fucking 15 degrees out. My shoes off. My toes fucking frozen. <laughs> and finally the fire uh, fire trucks come first. Then the ambulance come. Well, I ended up going to jail, but it wasn't until about 12 o'clock that night. <laughs> After they looked me over to the hospital. But fuck. Yeah. They, when I didn't move, and I and I I kept saying, "You guys fucked up. I'm gonna fucking sue you." I'm gonna. I kept making claims. <laughs> yeah. And so what really pissed me off is the the neighbor saw it go down at the business, calls the boy. The boy comes over, filming it. And the fucking sergeant arrests him, too. Now, they really pissed me off. But I could handle myself, but when they fucking arrested the boy, if I could have got a hold of him, I'd have fucking pounded him. By the boy, do you mean the alleged son of yours? Yeah, the alleged son. Okay. 
Okay. I, I figured that's what you meant. He videotaped uh, and uh, the crown, so the, the wife, you know. You still got the video? He has it um, oh, somewhere. <laughs> it's uh, it's also in crown evidence. Um, they never did give back the video because we, we had it transferred to a disc for him or a little thing or whatever they call those things. And uh, the wife was upset. You know, uh, and she just thought it might have been leading the boy down the wrong path. And uh, so, you know, she kept bugging him to get a lawyer. And, you know, he kept saying, well, Dad, you know, I said, look it, you want a lawyer? Fine, get a lawyer. Go get a lawyer, we'll see, and see what he has to say. Uh, I got no problem with that. You know, your mother wants you to do that, then, you know, fine, we'll get a lawyer. We end up uh, getting uh, a lawyer that's already up and about. I had seen the guy around. And a uh, nice guy uh, brought us into a room where we talked to my brother and my brother's wife, myself, my son, and because uh, my brother come to hang out just about every court case as a witness, more or less. And uh, they explained to the Crown that they had a video um, because they charged the son with obstructing justice um, because he was filming, and he was he had he was stood back about fifty feet from where I was laying, and uh, you can see the sergeant just rushing like twenty feet away, rushing at my son as he's holding the phone, saying, um, "Get back, get back, get back!" You know what I mean? And like he's basically pushing him out on the road to get back. He's standing on the sidewalk. And, uh, he, he, you know, he's mouthing off to him, you know, saying shit like, look what our tax dollars do and this and that. He's yeah, that don't help. <laughs> it don't help, no. So they fucking arrested him, too. And I was like, fuck, I'm laying on the ground. I'm, like, furious. Like, I, but there's nothing I can do. And uh, I was real angry. I wanted to see the fuckers. I wanted to charge. I went, you know, you want to do all this fucking shit. You get angry, but... You, Nonetheless, uh, we went and saw the lawyer. He, he looked at the video. He says, you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, he says, I'll get the Crown in here. I'll have the Crown look at the video, and we'll see what their position is. Crown looked at the video, um, uh, brought up a, a letter for the boy. They said, you know, uh, we'll drop charges if you, uh, you know, promise not to use this against us. I was shocked that they even did that. And the boy basically told him to shove it where the sun don't fucking shine. And, oh, no. Uh, shoved their offer. And he says, unless you are including my dad in that, you can basically hit the road, right? And uh, so they wouldn't include me in that. And so the first day in court, they fucking withdrew it right away, right? And uh, they wouldn't withdrew any of the ones against me. So while sitting with the lawyer, you know, I was asking questions and stuff like that. And uh, he turns to me and he says, he goes, Darren, he goes, I see what you're doing here. I, you know, I see you're, you're a nice guy, you work business, that and that. He says, I see what you're doing here. He says, but I want you to understand one thing. He says, there's a line and I can't cross it. He says, yep. you can cross it. You can jump over, you can cross that line all you want in court. 
He says, but I can't. And so he says, I can't help you. However much I want to, I can't help you that way. And I said, no, I appreciate it. And I appreciate, you know, uh, you sitting with us and that. And he charged like $120 for the whole thing. It was nothing, really. And yeah. uh, I thought it was fairly reasonable. And to this day, I speak to the guy, talk to him, ask him questions all the time. And, uh, you know, after the, the case was over, uh, about a year and a half, two years later, it, it, he had heard um, what was going down and all that. And he approached me, and he and he congratulated me uh, for going through it all and and uh, getting the outcome that uh, that happened. And I and I just said to him, I said, I think it was all up to the judge. And he said, Well, he says uh, it's up to you too. I said, However, yeah. you might not see it. It's based on what you say in there. Uh, yeah. I didn't really say a lot other than ask questions, and I found you don't need what, to say a lot. You ask on point. That's all. That judge, when he, because I got the final, they do, when they make a decision, you can ask for that. And so they, anytime, it don't matter if it's a traffic ticket, anytime a yep. judge makes a ruling, he's got to go back and he's got to write down the reasons for it. He can't just say, oh, I rule this and then it's over and done with. No, mm-hmm. he's got to go back. He has to write his reasons for it. He has to go do what they call a summary of it. And uh, when this judge, the one I, earlier I was talking about, uh, Justice Wilkie, uh, he wrote his uh, summations up at the end. And although he said in there it may have appeared that I baited the officer, the officer was held to a higher standard of duty. And he failed that. And whether I punched him in the head, kicked him in the nuts, any of that, if I, I didn't do any of that, but if I would have, it wouldn't have mattered because he failed in his duty and therefore has no right to make a complaint, the way I see it. Yep. They, they withdrew all the charges, provincial and what they call uh, federal. They tried to, uh, and the crown man, I'll tell you, they're, they're dirty buckers. <laughs> Seems to me that they, you know, they were well aware that when somebody was charged in two whatever so-called jurisdictions they call it, one in provincial and one in a federal, all the charges have to follow the federal charges and they all get dealt with in the superior court. Well, the Crown was informed. Throughout the thing, the judge asked them when they were going to do it. They said they were going to do it. They didn't do it. They kept fucking around. And that was another thing that went against them. They knew right off the bat they should allow them. They should have. They separated the charges and they should have all been together. And then uh, the one, another judge, he he brought it up. He goes, "Wait a minute." He goes, uh, "We just got a memo out the other day from the, and they talk about the courts uh, being partner courts. They call them as partner courts. So all the courts are in a partnership, it uh, seems to me." And so uh, he says the partner uh, courts uh, was a new memo that just came up recently uh, from some case or whatever. I forget the name of it. Uh, it states that when charges are laid in one jurisdiction or another, they all have to follow the higher federal jurisdiction. When the when they didn't do it, that looked really bad on them because we were able to show in the transcripts where you know they said they would do it and they didn't. So it showed. Yeah. Um, kind of bias I guess the judge figured out by the crown and, and then it was ordered by the, the court ordered it to be done 
But the thing was, it was Crown's hand. They had to do it. Yeah. They had uh, they had the mechanisms allegedly to 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 move everything. They were the only ones. The court didn't have it. The court didn't have it. I didn't have it. They were the only ones, and so they finally did. But I'll bet you they got a fucking uh, spanking for it for holding off so yeah. long. They it's tried. Propriety. It. Proprieties. That final question that the, the prosecutor asked, he goes, is it true, Mr. So-and-so, that you don't follow the laws of Canada? And I said, so say you. And fuck, yep. that was the last question <laughs> Last one that was asked. It was over. <laughs> I wonder I wonder where you got that idea from. <laughs> oh, I got that from you, Batman. I'll send you the flowers. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of, uh, you know, to be honest, a lot of what we talk about and you talk about and that, uh, you know, the language and words and that, it feels yeah. like the meaning in so-called, if there is such a thing, some power or whatever, there's, or there's something to it. I don't know how to, I don't know what to call it or whatever, but they, they, they seem to make a difference. It's know, honor and love. You go in there with honor and love, man. You know, yeah. you're you're covered. No fear. You can't go in afraid either. If you're fearful, you're gonna say stupid shit. I think too. It it helps to get over the butterflies if possible. Well, you don't get over the butterflies, but as far as well, being fearful, that's you know why what I helped me to... from the fear. That clerk, when she oh. said that to me, she took all the fear away. Cool. Like it just it just like. Because I really trusted her because she was very helpful all the way along. And she kept saying, I wish you the best, Darren. I wish you the best, Darren. And it, it seemed like she really meant it. Um, when she told me that, I, I, I believed her. Yeah. So yeah, not, at all, not at all, but I've heard other people say how they have so much difficulty. I don't. I mean, I guess I can understand why, maybe. Because it might come in with attitude. It might be a tone or something of the voice. or Somebody might. But like you said, if you come in with uh, genuine curiosity, I would think, and uh, questions and, and, uh, and uh, be kind, I think you're going to get taken care of. You get what you put out. The only thing is, though, now, yeah, I did it. Cost so-called dollars and so-called time and all that, but fuck, I could have went to university for four fucking years and never learned as much. Yeah. Unlearned. Or, uh, yeah. Or I could have went to law school, and I still don't think you would get it. Oh, yeah, they don't teach that in law school. Oh. So, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for it. At the time, it bugged the fuck out of me. It disturbed me. It, it um, caused me to basically caused me to it caused destruction a little bit. Oh, it's it's unsettling, man. When I, 
I went through like two years of shit like that for charges, looking at six years in prison. It wears on you. Oh, yeah. But, you know, even the people around me were confident. Even that, sometimes I thought, well, fuck, you know, Jesus, maybe I shouldn't have tried to place him under arrest or something like that. <laughs> you know, you start second thinking or second guessing what you did. Oh, yeah. But I, I wouldn't change none of it looking back at it now. No, it is for nothing. I think I think it's helped it's helped me um helped me in many ways. It's helped me uh to be a better um uh, I don't like the word so called employer, but uh a uh, better uh, manager, whatever the fuck, for lack of a better word, uh, around in business, it, it uh, helps me. It's helped me deal with um, uh, business dealings where um, you know some things weren't maybe going right, or maybe um, driver was having a bad day and he spoke badly to somebody or whatever, and they made a complaint or like you know just your daily shit. Um, it's it's helped a lot to be able to deal with that, to sit down and ask questions to figure out how the problem or situation began and what to do about it to avoid it from happening again. And basically, that seems to work in a good way. Anyways, and, and others around, so everybody's digging it, it seems. Everybody's... Uh, Everybody's helpful around here. Everybody's caring. It seems to me that we've got an ex excellent group of people around us. So it, it, all that helps too. Okay. All that helps getting uh, building up uh, confidence, I guess, or whatever. That you'll be everything will be okay, and if you you know. Sleep better at night too. Yeah, you do. But when you're worrying, like I, I had some sleepless nights, uh, like you know, before court, wondering what I what I'm gonna say, oh, yeah. what's gonna happen, trying to go through all these different scenarios in my head, and what will I say if they say this, or what will I do if they do that, and like, well, finally I had to say, Darren, fucking stop it. Just yeah. wait till you get there. Deal with it as it comes. That's tough to fucking do. Tell me, man, miserable two years. I mean, uh, but like you say, I wouldn't give it up for nothing. Well, Batman, I've been speaking with you now for seems like a long time, maybe 2010 or 11 or 12 or something. Yeah, a few years. I think you've, you've probably seen me come a long way from when we were first used to talk. <laughs> I say, yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> you're still fucking claiming trying to fuck with him, but you're getting... Yeah, you're yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. Um, you're getting less and less doing it. And you're seeing I'm it a, I'm having fun, though, but... Um, I don't... Before, I might have gone out of my way a little bit to look for trouble. Now, I ain't going out of my way. If trouble or comes, I'll deal with it. I'll question it and, and you know figure out a way in the moment to deal with it. 
And uh, that's basically what I do now. I try not to worry. That's, like, that's, still that's, why I like, that's why I like to say, man, do you meet the claimant? What do you got to worry about? Yeah. But we do worry. We, we worry so fucking much, and we haven't met a claimant, but we've met somebody who's claiming there's a claimant or claiming some claims that the claimant allegedly claimed or whatever. But yeah, yeah, well, that's fine. When can we discuss the matter? How can I, when can I meet the claimant and talk about it? As long as you're doing that, you're in honor. They bring it before the court, they're in dishonor. The judge sees that right off the bat. Yeah, I think so. That's all I think, it is. I, I've been, I, at first I was on a judge. Now I'm, the only one I'm really on is the prosecutor. To me, it seems to me he or she is the claimant. They're there. They're stepping up. They're taking a paycheck. They've heard, they're they've right, heard somebody right. say something, and they're now right, they want right, to come in and do a job to prosecute. Hey. As a hey, hireling from some fucking hey. ass. Hey, Darren, they're doing their job. They're representing the claimants, the alleged claimants that they never met. So they're a little delusional, man. Maybe they had a rough childhood. Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, some of them truly believe there's a state, and they believe they're there to protect the state and the people that claim they live in the state, and that's what they believe they're doing. But when you start asking them these questions, you want to meet the claimant. Now, uh, uh, you know, they're in shock. They don't know how to deal with it. They're delusion. They believed in Santa Claus for so long, and now you're telling him he don't exist. I mean, because they can't find him. They can't prove he exists. I mean, they don't know what to do. Think about it. That's all it really, that's all it really comes down to. These people, you got these police out there to believe they work for the city, the state, and all this, but they never met them, you know? People believe, people believe they live in a state, but they never met it, they, you know? It's, well, some people believe they're doing good, too, by doing what they're doing. Exactly. They, they're delusional. Could it be? How do you fuck exactly. How do you deal with somebody <laughs> who is delusional? Exactly. How do you break it to them gently so they don't get offended? <laughs> just ask exactly. the right. Just ask the right <laughs> questions. Just ask the right <laughs> questions. Love you, brother. How can I help you? Listen to what they're looking for. How can you do an impossibility? Until you know exactly what they're talking about. Where's the claimant? How can I do that? Kiss him. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. That's all. Because you have that. Oh, God. Well, now that for me, anyway, like I've had some dealings in court. I, I'm I'm comfortable with how some of the things go. But there's a, a, a want in me, I believe, to 
explore um, further how the machine works. Like, I mean, when I say the machine, I, I mean like um, mechanisms that um, keep, that basically keep the flow going. Well, because I thought, like I've heard, um, I've heard about very notes and stuff like that, and I thought to myself, if I could uh, access to such so-called uh, legal tender dollars, I would start to build like um, uh, playgrounds and parks. And uh, stuff for kids in that, and use the so-called uh, monies or whatever funds uh, resources available, which I believe there are out there that are available for honorable, um, honorable um, um, oh, what a word. I'm looking for like honorable, uh, like lost for words, but basically an honorable way to use these resources uh, to fund projects that are good for people. Could that's it be I'm, that's what the Illuminati does? You think so? Allegedly, maybe. Shit, I mean, they they apparently make all these schools and this, that, and the third, giving people that's what right they want, it seems like. I mean, what they teach in them, that's another story, but... I'd just like to be able to access uh, some larger funds that can be used to help build an honorable infrastructure for, you know, like whether it be parks or playgrounds or uh, uh, homeless shelters, uh, all this stuff that, because oh, that, uh, I, I, I'm led to believe corporations get a lot of money from the governments for, to do various different things. But it seems to me they always end up uh, in the hands of a private person after it's built and then somebody's you know, profiting and gaining from it. Uh -huh. and I'd like to set it up so that it was there's no profit and gain other than having stuff to use needed. Like a homeless shelter for people. Like, look around the city here. There's only so much you can do. There, there are people everywhere. Some of them are on drugs. They're, they're hiding under stairwells, shivering in, in the middle of the night, and you, you ask them if you can help, and they just look at you with fucking eyes that are glazed over like they don't even even know who you are or on some kind of drug and you're fucking you're wondering how the hell are you going to help these people yeah. maybe they got to help themselves at some point i don't know well i always thought that somebody helped me to get to where i'm at and i probably had a lot to do with it in a sense but i believe i've received a lot of help to get where i'm at if it's anywhere at all but I hear the compassionate side that you're that you're coming from. It seems like 
And, uh, yeah, that would be an interesting world to live in if things were like that. Well, oh, is that is that where the is that where the questions come from? The questions come in asking, yeah, if, how you can help someone. I think it's all within that, all of our ability to do such things. Uh, if we just could understand, but the thing is, that system is a tight system. I think that uh, some people um, misuse it and corruption involved in it and therefore the door's not kinda kinda open. You know, you gotta shit ain't functioning right one way or another. I think if you're in a position in your life where you're okay with everything and you're you're settled in that and you're not really in need or of want of too many things, um this is where you, I think you start to look at what can I do for the community. All right, I'm back. I got dropped. You got dropped? Oh. That what yeah. happened? Yeah. The internet connection was lost. I thought you were saying your mother dropped you. I was going to say that probably explains a lot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I've got to get off, guys. I'll, I'll get back on in a bit. There you go. Pleasure well, speaking with you, brother. Good hearing you. Good speaking with you. I'm planning on getting off here shortly, too. So. Peace. Thanks. I think I'm going to get What are you I was going to say, uh, you still there, Batman? Yeah. Yeah, you got, uh, there was mention a bit ago of... Uh, of the clerk, you know, and uh, there was a old time buddy, you know, he claimed he was a federal judge in these parts of the country for 30 years. But I, I'd like, I used to like to go sit in, in the office there and he'd tell me all kind of cool shit, but something that he told me was if it wasn't for the clerk, uh, it, he'd be out of business. But they, uh, it wasn't for her. I can't somebody keep trying to blow the damn phone up here. Uh, and it just made it made sense. He said if it wasn't for her, you know, he wouldn't know what to do. So I believe that. Seemed, yeah. I, I, just, I just, you know, whenever, so uh, one time I was dealing, uh, so there's a, in the courthouse, there's this very long hallway. And it says, no public admittance. One time, I wanted to go and, you know, judge said something in court, and I wrote him a letter, and I, I wanted to go in, and I'd drop it off to the clerk. I went in there. I had this letter. She goes, oh, what are you doing in here? I said, well, I just, I recall being back here a long time ago. She goes, oh, no, general public not allowed in here. And uh, it was like a little Chinese lady, but she spoke good English. But uh, she was the judge's clerk. And so she shuffled me out of there, took the letter, and I left it with the judge, or left it with her. But after a period of time of going to court, the one judge where I was involved, those 10 charges, they were trying to set a date and try to figure things out about this, how they had to split it. And she invited me down that hallway. <laughs> I thought, well, yep. 
I was like, believe you're not supposed to be down here. She goes, well, it's okay if, if I say you're okay and we want you down here, you can come down here. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> in the invite. Because each, each has his own little office there. So I ended up in the judge's office. He's sitting at his desk, and the clerk is coming in, and they're um, trying to set a date. Because what happened, we had a date set. I just, I just remembered why this even happened. We had a date set, but court had to change it. So the clerk, the judge had the clerk contact me. Now, I never left these people any information to contact me, but they they find me here at the office, right? And she says, oh, um, uh, we need to ask you if you're okay with it. If you're not, and we understand, but if it's okay, we had a serious uh, trial happening and the judge is needed. Uh, do you mind if we book this for another day? I said, hey, whatever the court needs to do to help the court, you tell me, I'll be here. And they said, well, can you come up? And then I went into the, the, the judge's office, and she invited me down the hallway and everything. And now I see this lady all the time, and she's like, so nice. Hi, how you doing? And uh, so it's, the clerk is, like, you can see on the judge's face when the clerk enters the office or the room or the whatever, it's like Chambers. a smile comes to his face. She's the big chief. Judges, judges, Happy Chambers. to see her, you know what I mean? It's, and, like, you can see it on his face that, like, this is like a, either a, like a longtime friend or a friend of the family, you know, how, how you know, people get when they're close to somebody. Someone in the whatever. lodge, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but they, um, I think that they do manage everything for the judge. Um, even when you go to court, and, you know, they'll call the judge in. They'll have a recess or whatever, and uh, then they'll go behind the door and they'll ask the judge if he's ready, then they'll come back. And, you know, it kind of seems like to me that they're in control of all that. So if you're speaking to the court, you're probably not speaking to the judge. You're probably speaking to the clerk. Now, a long time ago, I was going to throw the clerk under the under the bus, so to speak. <laughs> I thought better of it. I was going to start, while they were asking me questions, I was going to turn to the clerk and ask her questions. Didn't do it, but... The thought crossed the mind, though, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're after going in there so times. It's like you're going into this uh, cave or whatever the hell, and you're trying to find out who the hierarchy is there, so you can deal directly with them, right? And it's it comes off as the judge or the prosecutor, but really it's the fucking clerk, I think. So, you know, I think Batman used to say, well, I go to court. could be that that clerk is the first. Because if, so I've heard guys go in, they try to file paperwork, and the clerk don't accept it. Now, if you went in and asked questions about the information that was being reported, and that clerk kind of looked at that information and felt maybe that it wasn't um, up to par, 
I think right then and there she could stop it from ever getting to court. No, bull. Bull. I walk in there. They told me times they wouldn't take my paper. I left it there. I says, here. And I, uh, I'd ask them to stamp it filed. That's all. Just stamp it filed. And I'd leave it there. Or if they wouldn't take it, I'd just leave it there. You got it. They oh, got there was this court, got, big court case got, about uh, they, Meads versus me, Meads. Some of you might have there. already heard about it here. There, and when there. the judge was talking, they were talking there. about people uh, coming in and there. filing these. What? Darren! What? I'm telling you. The clerk got to accept The clerk got to accept it. Whether she says it's good or not, that's irrelevant. You could take it in there and have it written on a piece of toilet paper. And she's got to take it. I've seen her refuse the lawyers. No, she can refuse the lawyers all they want. It's not, she can't refuse what, when, when, uh, 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 inhabitant comes in there, you put the paper in there and, and you leave it right there. And, and right. Out. You can ask, yeah. you can ask for them to stamp, stamp it. If they won't stamp it, filed, fine. You got it anyway. They'll file it. That's, mm, I see. Yeah, same with intellectual property. The the lady said to me, uh, you can actually file on the back of, on the on, on toilet paper. You didn't have to come in. She goes, you could just you could have just written it on a piece of toilet paper and brought and sent it by post. Doesn't matter. Yep. Same thing as yeah, it's on paper, being written. I, I, did, I, I resigned on the back of a a, a cardboard box leaf. Yeah. Why would you do that? And I said, well, equal consideration and mutual respect. This is what I think of you because this is what you think of me. And this wow. is the way I'm going to present my resignation. She goes, can I photocopy it? I said, well, no. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun. It's fun with the, uh, with the combatants. Yeah, but I, 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 you get more uh, flies with honey than you do with vinegar, though. I learned, I learned the hard way too. I went in there to the court clerk one time. I was asking for oath of office and everything, man. I was, you want to see the fear that was in their eyes when I walked in there for a while, and then I got to know them and started seeing how things go. And before I was finished at two years, the clerks and I were friends. You know, it was. Yeah. You're right. I walked into a courtroom once uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I found the uh, found that that entity that you're discussing. Uh, we we call it the usher over here. Like, if it's the one I'm thinking about, it, I, I, I can see the similarities now because when I walked in and saw her, she was she had her arms crossed and her feet on the table. All right, it looked like she was in charge. Yeah. Yeah, court clerk, uh, county clerk is a high-ranking job. People don't realize that. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she, she, if you ask her, if you if you ask her the correct question uh, within paperwork, she'll direct you to the paperwork that you're asking for as well. So yeah. she is very helpful. She knows the process inside and out. Yeah. yeah be respected they they know everything even one of them about 20 years ago uh she, she said to me i've been doing this job for um she said 
32 years. She goes, I've never seen uh, that man, you know, the representative, your, the lawyer, speak that way. He was well, well passionate. But I think that, that they get the passion from how you explain it to them. Because it's, it's all about perception, but because this solicitor was uh, unique, I, I, I heard that he changed his laws because he finds improprietaries inside the law. So he was sort of put down as a good guy. And she said, I've never seen him, never seen him act like that before. So it must have seemed that, that the intent of what I had uh, displayed in that so-called claim that somebody's making against me, uh, how it all, yeah, festers, how it festers, you know, how it, how it goes into people's minds before, before it comes to court, how they interpret it. I mean, it's like saying, um, like earlier on when I first jumped on the call, I said, yeah, it's nice to speak to you live. People could see that as ego, but it's not until you think about it and you think to yourself, well, hang on, did, did somebody just say live? Is that, is that an ego? And you think to yourself, no, it's what you're saying is, is uh, live to talk to you is live. So it's all about perception of how somebody sees a, a scenario, how it's played out. I mean, it's like somebody could say something and it could be uh, deemed as a sexual innuendo. And you could be pulled up and no, 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 I think I wasn't meaning it that way. Well, it was a sexual innuendo, nevertheless. So, again, it's how, it's how one perceives what the scenario is, how it's being played out. There are innocent parties, but, but then if they're proven guilty as innocent parties, then, uh, then it's a miscoat of justice because somebody perceived that a, a structure that was not quite what it was, but it was, you know, because of the innuendos that that could have been or was seen within it. It's like saying, like, define is, you know, define is. Same thing. It's like, how can you define even language? You get, get into it even deeper than that. You know, it's very perplexing how it, it, it plays itself out. It's, it's very much like a, very much like a, a film that you're directing you're, 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 you're playing a part in, but, you're, but you are the source of the information. So you are the director in a, in a roundabout way. So you, you have to cast the, the movie in the way that it was intended to be, because everyone's also misleading. Uh, and, and in a, yeah, to look to see if, if, you're, if, the, yeah, if the intent is correct. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> so it's very, it's very complex and very... But very beautiful at the same time, you know, if you speak to the right person. But yeah, I do believe that the uh, the usher over here or the court clerk over there is very uh, is, is very nice, <laughs> especially when you're sitting with their feet on their table in public, not behind closed doors. But you know, where everyone mingles and seat is seated. <laughs> it was funny. Should have taken a picture. <laughs> So yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 a nice process. It is a nice process, but I think it's all ha it's all about us, the intent of what parties are bringing to the table, in what they've perceived what is and what is not. It's just a slight slight hand, the wrong word. I mean, it's like when I was in in prison, somebody asked me to look at their paperwork. I can't remember for life of me what the word was, but it was 
it was so it meant if I was to if I was to define what the word meant, it would mean that I could have been. It, it was a could word. So it, 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 because you use the word could, then you're asking the parties to man, manipulate it as Dewey because he said could. So it's open to question. Whereas if he said uh, if, if he said no or yes, you know, then it would be one or the other. But he said could, and it opened the door to a presumption. And I said to him that that's the only word that's keeping you in it. You need to change it or find a better word to, to put into it. You know that. And you know again, like I said, back intent. But the guy said no, no, no. But and I said to him, well, you wouldn't even want to think about it. He said no, no, no. Because if that's the only thing, he goes no, no, no. And he goes, me, thank you anyway for helping me out. And he walks away. So it looked to me that that guy was looking for a slap, and he was, and he was, you know, he felt that he was, he needed it. You know, I mean, by being in prison. So maybe you know his heart said, I, I need to change this. Will, this will sort me out. But who knows? You know what I mean? It's a presumption, nevertheless. But you know, could be valid until you speak to the party. But it's just, yeah, you know, it's a shame. You know, people think that they need to be punished. Which is mm, most uh, what's the word? Uh, sadistic. <laughs> could it be people punish themselves instead of accusing uh, other people of punishing them? Well, well I, I heard that that the people in in churches that they've got like a whip that they whip themselves on the back whenever they think bad thoughts. So could it be that that's the same thing? But it's just evolved in a different way. <laughs> yeah, it fucking sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if people believe in a scenario, because that was a scenario back then, that, that everyone, uh, it was common knowledge, shall I say, that people could whip themselves with their thinking bad thoughts, and, they, and the public would get to hear about it, that, you know, there must be, ah, there must be such pressure on them. But no, it's just a word, it's just a, a belief in what they believe in, what they need to do to themselves. Do you know what I mean? I know, uh, yeah, they, they're <laughs> fucking trapped in their own mind. They're fucking... I heard yeah. that say this one time. You fucking people make their own cages. Or, or yeah, could yeah, it be that the mind is in chains because they choose to believe it? Yeah, but, well, this is it. This is the law of attraction that what we were talking about. We're coming around in circles again. It's the law of attraction. If you're going to pull it out and that's what you want, then you're going to get what you're looking for. You know what I mean? It's the law of attraction. That's why things at the moment are going uh, spend, splendid. <laughs> yeah, because it's what you're going, you're putting out. I mean, I, I would avoid courts because I prefer to spend the time to to uh, to reflect on the whole process of what happened there, because somewhere in that is the clue with what happened. So it's your own first-hand experiences. You know, you you need to work on those, get those ironed out to see where it it, it was. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's all to do with ships. Yeah, you know, somebody's trying to steer you into the rocks. Salvage, you could call it that. Yeah, so they're just looking for salvage to just, you know, smash, slap away. And if they can claim the salvage by the words that you speak, and if you participate in it, then you're participating in getting, um, you know, uh, beached, so to speak. Yeah, then you become salvage. So, yeah. It's all to do with words. As far as I'm aware, it's how you present yourself 
uh, within that establishment. And if and if you do get on with the usher, I mean, she seems very um, grounded, even though her feet were on the table. <laughs> but yeah. I think they're waiting yeah. in the courts for sign of life. Uh, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I, I look at some people, I try to discuss matters with some people, and, 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 and you think to yourself, you, even, even, a, even an ambulance couldn't resuscitate it. It's a, it's a walking dead. It, they actually believe in the system. In the court that it's for a whole day and watched uh, people come through and plead guilty, it, it'll blow yeah. you away. Yeah. Like I said, I've been to court a lot of times. Like, yeah, I think because somebody's presenting. Well, if you, don't, if you have to about three or four appearances. So, I, I and they usually leave me for fucking last all the time. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. unless they're doing it quick, they take me in right away. They get me over with and they get me out. But if it's if it's one of those trials or something, I'm always the last one. And. Uh, <clears throat> Basically, uh, the uh, well, fuck, I forgot what I was saying there, but um, if they know about you, because <laughs> they're they're leaving. This is the way I look at it. If they're leaving me till last, like they do as well, that that tells me that they know something. That, no, they they know something that I know, but whether I'm getting close to it, so they don't want the pub, they're protecting the public. So to speak. Uh, it's bad for business. Yeah, yeah, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Think of everybody started going in and asking, when can I meet the claimant? It was, it, 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 the courts would close up. It was, mm. it, it, that reminds me of something that I asked a, a barrister many, many years ago. Uh, how do you keep it out of court? And his reply was, uh, then, oh, then you're ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, if you can keep it out of court, you're ahead of the game. So that, to me, that's uh, that's a golden opportunity to, to believe that there is a golden opportunity that there is, there now, is a, that you're now, ahead of the game, or you could be ahead of the game. Thou, <laughs> uh, yes, me. Thou shall not make claims. Yes. If you, if you live by that, you probably ahead of the game. But yeah, everything. That's for sure. But if you, but if you make a but if you make a claim and you know that you can get away with it, like the shell game, the, the shell game, you know, it's like which where is the under, where is the under, and you, it's, it's, it's the it's, it's a it's a it's a it's the game, it's the monopoly game, <laughs> it's the rules and regulations, act statutes that surround it, read the terms and conditions, <laughs> and if you get, if you get it all right, then yeah, I, I won that. the game. I just need yeah, you to believe it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but they are there. They are there. That I, I'm sure of. I've read too much to uh, to know that they're, they are there when you know how to do them. But they, we know that they're there, but that we just don't know how to access them uh, correctly in the right fashion. You know, how to present yourself. And I, I believe if you do it correctly. Uh, the only place can you can do it is actually in court because it's, it's a legal process. It has to go there. Ah, it's life too. Mm. The less the less claims you make, the less burdens you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That as well. Yeah.
Yeah, that's like doing your washing in public, isn't it? Claims can work two ways. They can go against you or they can go for you. That's what I've learned. Mm. Yeah. I know, I know but that if sounds... But you, you have to be very... It's, it's the back, back taught me very long time ago, if you don't use the right word, you could put yourself behind bars. You really do know what... You really do need to know what you're doing. Well, it's, it's it's like asking the right questions to the judge, you know. You don't want to ask the judge when's the last time he beat his wife, you know. Yeah. It was, it's like one guy, I was talking, I forget who it was now, but he was in court. And, and uh, I think it was going pretty well until he asked the judge, are you discriminating against me? And, and the judge said, nope. He put him in jail oh, like yeah, everybody else. <laughs> remember the bats saying after the first three years I was speaking with them and I could not tried everything I possibly could to not make claims <laughs> drove me crazy trying to figure out how to do that I asked Batman how can I do this Possible to not make claims. You recall what you said, Batman? Uh, you said, duh, everybody makes claims. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're all stuck on this. <laughs> and, but for three years, you had me on this, and I fucking struggled with it, struggled with it. How, just going through the day with work and dealing with home and wife and kids and just everyday stuff. Fuck, try to go through the day without making claims. Good luck. Like, I, I tell you, I've come close thinking that that was the way, but then I realized, fuck, it's impossible to not make a claim. <laughs> <laughs> what it taught me <clears throat> was and I don't know why it took I don't know why it took me so long, but what it taught me was if you're going to make a claim, better be prepared to accept the liability. Yep. So watch you out what you claim. To, you yeah. just might get you better it. be able to back you better be able to back it up. Yep. Exactly. And so when I started to look at what I could back up and what I couldn't I back up. The, the claims ah, kind of slowed good. down a lot. Ah, good looks. Happy holidays, bro. All right, you too, Lon? I'll catch you soon, bro. What about a meeting of the minds? If you have a meeting of the minds with someone, making a claim then when you when both parties so-called agreed. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, where's that's, their problem that's, there? that's the meeting of the minds. There's no problem there. That's what you want in the courtroom, a meeting of the minds. You want to meet with the yeah. claimant. So you could honorably settle the matter. Yeah. 
And that's a claim in itself, but that's honorable. As long as you're an honorable, as long as you're willing to negotiate, you're an honor. But when the prosecutor says, no, we're going to court, he just went into dishonor. So all you got to do is stay on point in front of the judge, and the judge is going to kick it, man. Right. You, 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 seriously, back. when I followed all the way, at times it's been difficult because there's, there's, there's temptations of different people's points of view, like Kyle Lentz and... Uh, and uh, Brown, is it Brown? Uh, uh, and that other guy that, that yeah, there's Dean loads Clifford. of them. And then they all do. Dean Clifford, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's difficult. It's, it's like a temptation to, to listen to what these people are saying. But, but then you have to go back. Yeah, you want for more because you didn't get enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't get enough claims. <laughs> We're addicted to it. That's why we have this claimants anonymous. I'm so grateful for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so, hard to so I, those guys, if you ask me, <laughs> anymore. But everything, I, I believe that everything that I've learned, I apply uh, what you what you say, but it's 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 um it's like a like holding one of those like those rods that you're looking for water you people say that it shakes and it, and it points to where it needs to go so I, I kind of like I kind of get it because like some guy reckons he's got you know he's had a lot of successes in finding water where other people haven't so I kind of get what they're saying so it's a natural style and it is who's making the claim and it's still back to the natural style it's, there's, there's a lot of uh, similarities with you know it. So, and I believe if you're in tuned with what you're doing, uh, you will succeed because you're you're um you're part of the law of attraction. You become the law of attraction. You're looking for a subject matter that is true, that it can assist you in your in furthering your um your your development whilst you're here, floating in space. On this rock, it's all part of the journey, I guess. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, it's all part of the journey, I, I, and I, I enjoy it because if you look at it, in a, it's, it's what one of them said to my brother once. You know, I'd love to get, in, you know, I'd, I'd like to get into this philosophical um, approach, but you know, sadly, there's no time. So I get that now. It's a, it's a philosophical approach of uh, a subject matter, whatever it is. Is coming to it with the meeting of the minds, clean hands. Well, what do you know firsthand? What do you have firsthand knowledge of? And can you can you well, work with that? Well, it, this is it. If you go into it into a philosophical way, it is because it, it is all philosophical. You can you can people can deny it, or they can look at another subject. You know, whatever. They can pick holes in it, but they can pick holes in everything. But we're here stuck on this rock. We don't even know anything. I mean, I was born on this rock, all right, with a lot of, um, what you know, uh, what you call it, rules, regulations, acts, statutes, codes, religions, um, sports, all parts of the visions, yeah? And I'm trying to figure out through all this mud, yeah, what is and what isn't. That's the only thing that I'm looking for. Everything else is just an uh, is either an opinion or uh, presumption. 
something better comes along. Well, you got, well, you got <laughs> Obai is that little voice within, or I call it the little voice or the gut. Yeah. And what you've experienced. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. what else you got to go on? I mean. Yeah. How you make the claim. Would you like a beer? Going round in circles again. Yeah. Would you like a beer? Would you like a tequila? Would you like a Jack Daniels? Yeah. What would you like? Good would you like a Would you like a boot to the head? Oh yeah. <laughs> or, or would you like a boot to the head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's, that's the what best, you. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's all, uh, I, I enjoy it, but it depends how you approach it. If you come into it host, with, with a hostile approach, then law of attraction says you're going to get what you're looking for. But if you come into it with clean hands, uh, then then everyone's happy. <laughs> so like today, I had a, I had a, one moment I had a, I had to give a boot to the head to somebody. And then the other, then when I, when I finished with that guy, I went to see another guy, I, I you know, I, I I gave him a, you know, I gave him a drink. I said to him, cause he opened up, he had, he had a parcel there that somebody gave him as a gift, and the guy went, put his hand into it. There were workers there, and he pulled out a bottle, and uh, he goes, oh, he goes, yeah, yeah, it was a gift. So he, the guy goes, oh, okay. He goes, can we share? He goes, no, it's a gift for me. So I was like, okay. I was like, like watching them banter with each other, and then um, when he finished working on the vehicle, I turned around, and the guy goes, I said to him, like, like equal consideration and mutual respect. You know, there's a fiver, yeah, five five pounds. Uh, you know, you get yourself a bottle. And he started laughing. Like I seems like enjoy it. Happy Christmas. You know, if you believe in that shit. So yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah. So you know, it makes it put a smoke. You can see the. But he was he done so well on his job and 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 showed me something that I didn't know. So he edu- he educated me. He was he invited me into his workshop and said like yeah come come and have a look. Whereas the other guy said, you know, like, get out, stay outside of the gates. I mean, yeah. I want to I know what's going on. I wanna, yeah, and we, we had a really good, you know, approach with everything. You know what I mean? So it worked out really well. So, you know, it's just you, you treat people how they want to be treated. And if they want, if they're seditious, then treat them in a seditious way. If they're loving and kind, then treat, treat them loving and kindly. But, you know, it depends who you're talking to. You know what I mean? I just, I just soon avoid people that are miserable because it'll rub off if you. Keep, yeah. Keep doing yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, you know? festers. Yeah, festers. And it becomes, um, uh, it becomes like, like most things, it becomes addictive, and you just don't know when to stop. I'm insane. It's like, like most police officers, I can see why they turn. In the way that they that they are, yeah. But, uh, they must so much shit. Hey, yeah. If you play with shit all day long, don't bitch. If you come home smelling like it, you know. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. <laughs> well, this might be something to think about. If you can think about where you've had firsthand knowledge, you have some sort of quality of the experience. And if you don't have any firsthand knowledge, how can you say speak on any kind of quality of the experience? You can only speak well, yeah, on hearsay. Well, that's 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 why I tell people, you know, a lot of times. Well, back in the day, not so much now, but 
get these gurus out there and, and say, it don't work. What do you mean it don't work? And then I ask them, have you tried it? And no. Well, how do you know it don't work then? It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. Naomi's uh, It was like Naomi's scenario. Uh, when she went to court, she, she did something in six months that um, Carl Entz took eight years to do. Yeah. Yeah? Let's get to get a child back. What's, and, the, and, and, what's the best for the child? Right, that's right. See? So I know that if, if you're going to be... If, if, if you have to weigh everything up, um, uh, what you're doing, Bat, is that you're, 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 you're too far ahead of the game that nobody's actually looking... They're too far forward looking at their, their hostile approach. And I think legal is a hostile approach, basically. But I'd rather keep it simple. And I'd love keeping things simple who's making the claim. Yeah, exactly. When, when she went in there and did that, Ask what's the best for the child. Somebody had to step up and bring a claim before the court now. Mm. You know, now they have to accept liability. Because if you claim it's your child, well, you got this other woman over there claiming it's your child, and the judge says, well, let's just cut it in half. See, that's mm. right out of the Bible. Now the, the mother says, what's best for the child, and the other one claiming to be the mother says, let's cut it in half. So, what's the best for the child? They gave it to the mother that was concerned best for the child. Mm. The social worker wants to cut it in half. It's, could it be that simple? Mm. Yeah, I, think, I believe it. It, is. It, it runs very close to what, the, what, what Darren was saying about the traditional system that you know, the lower courts are very hostile to the, the individual, but then as you move up the the, uh, the chain of command, it becomes more, um, and you win. So it tells me that there's a lot of belligerence that they've got to sort out the ones at the lower courts. And if you, you know, and by by making a a, a, you could, a counterclaim on the claim that was made against you, uh, you get to, you know, you get to you hear yourself in the in the way that you're trying to establish yourself. So maybe it's best for the first court to go through and then put your uh, your claim in and, and try again. But again, I, I don't like courts. I'd rather, like the guy, the barrister said, you know what I mean? If you if you're, you can keep it out of court, then you're ahead of the game. And that's the only thing I'm interested in. Is to, well, to find well, well, basically, if you can refrain from making claims and just ask the yeah. right questions, it, it'll end in a lower court. In fact, it'll end on the curb with the cop. Uh, so-called police, uh, if, if you stay in honor and ask the right questions, he ain't going to arrest you. I've done, I've been there, man, where your average Joe would have went to jail, uh, allegedly driving on a revoked license, false identification. He went and touched me. It was, that's, you know, he had two newbies with him. It was funny as hell. He, one of them says, aren't you going to arrest him? He says, nope. And, you know, the head honcho got to come up. He was there and, and the two uh, rookies couldn't figure it, man, because they, they believed I gave a false ID. But, see, when he asked for the ID, I asked, would this help, see? And, and I didn't claim it was an ID. I made no claims all the way through it and set me on the way, see? Hmm. 
right on the curb. Didn't have to go to court. And I'd say, if you can do that, chances are you'll never go to court. Stay in honor. Yeah, but you know, yeah. everybody do time to court just to see what it's like. <laughs> it's, it's like I feel sorry for, like, it's like I was working outside of a shop a um, couple of weeks ago and then I saw I saw this kid walking along the road and he was he was he was drunk. It must have been about five o'clock. He must have been about somewhere around twenty years of age. And uh a van just pulled up, two police officers jumped out and they started asking him questions. And and it's one of those areas that you wish you you just had a camera that you could just film the whole lot. And what I found, because it was in Cambridge, because there's a lot of bikes in Cambridge, uh, two lanes has suddenly become one because a police van stopped. All right, and you should see the commotion because they're not seeing my side of the my side of the road. They're only seeing their side of the road. Their side of the road is they've got a van blocking everything, and all they're doing is talking to a young guy who's drunk, and they're really harassing the guy. All right, and he wants to go, and he wants, and they they're saying no, you stay here. And it's like no, I want to go, I need to go. And then she's saying like no, no, you need to stay here. And she was she was almost handling him to say no, you're staying. All right, but she didn't exactly put her hands on him. But whilst I'm watching all of this, uh, I'm watching the traffic trying to get past and people on bikes. And, and if you see if there's vans in the, blocking a, a lane, it's interesting to see cars trying to drive and bicycles trying to get past each other. And it, and, and there was some really near misses. There must have been, in the time that they covered it all, uh, there must have been about very, there was, must have been about 15 very close accidents with bikes and cars. It was, to me, I was like, tender hooks. And then at the same time, observing what was going on. So I'm trying to figure out here is, what I'm looking at it all is, Who's the belligerent? Well, are, are you to police the area or are you to be a public nuisance? That's what I would have liked to ask the cop. Because if you look at what you're doing to traffic, man, I'm mm. it's hard to tell what you are. Mm. And they were, they were there for half an hour. And yeah. then I walked across the road to see, listen to what was going on, right? And she's, all she's, the, the, one of the police officers, right, is busy making, trying to check his identification. All right, and and all they're trying to do is get access to a an, a, a, a a student's apartment, what he's engaged in, so that they can have a good sniff around to see what they're doing okay. to get another collar. And it's a shame that they're actually using somebody who's drunk, yeah, to. Yeah, but the thing of it is, people are claiming, and like I say, if you can't do it drunk, what makes you think you can do it sober? <laughs> if that guy, if that guy had to, you know frame of mind. Uh, hey, what's up? How can I help you? Have I offended you? I mean, you ask cops questions like that. You don't need to be sober to ask that. They'll leave you alone. Mm. You know? But if you say I'm going or this or that, now you're in dishonor. See? How can I help you? Have I offended you? I asked the cop that man. Oh, no, no. You didn't offend me. Oh, cool. Any objection if I go on the way now and, you know it takes two to dance mm. 
that that I'm saying what them cops was doing was real intelligent, but but you know people. That's the way people are, man. Mm-hmm. I got rights. Yeah, we'll show you got right. You got a right to ride in the back of the paddy wagon, buddy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you say the wrong word. Just say the wrong word, and you're in the back of the paddy wagon. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's insane. It's a, a claim before a police officer gives them jurisdiction to settle the matter. Once you made a claim, you become surety, and they got to protect the surety until the claim is settled. Yes. That's simple. Think about it. Yeah, it is. That simple. It is. Same as that guy when I read his paperwork when I was in prison. Same thing. The same words were written there. He made a claim. You see yeah. it right there. Just one word. And he was behind bars. That's why that you're allowed to have your paperwork, to see your paperwork so you can, um, what's the word? Um, address the matter correctly. When they asked for something, and I, you know, I assumed, you know, they wanted an ID or a license. And I, and I didn't claim it was a license. I just asked the officer, would this help? I threw him the bone, you know, my ID I made up. Yeah. I didn't claim it was anything. I just asked, would it help? (laughs) See? Left it open yeah, for them to decide if it would or not. No. Yeah, it's what, you, it's what you said to me a long time ago. You have to listen to what they say. Yeah, and then ask the right question. That's Get the, the right answer. I found to be the hardest thing is listening. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, no, that's the beauty. That's you the going, beauty. That's yeah. But you go in there knowing, heck. Good luck. <laughs> you think you know something, you won't yeah. be listening, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. No, I was, one, one, when I was in front of the magistrate, she asked me, are you listening? And I said, to her, oh, yeah, because I was writing something down. I said to her, every word. And she was, hang on a minute, she's looking at me to say, like, you're, you're writing about me. And I'm like, looking at her to say, yeah, I am writing about you. Yeah, I've got questions. I, and then when she finished, I, I, uh, I, yeah. A couple months ago, um, I was asking uh, a so-called officer questions on the stand, and um, he claimed something, and then within 10 minutes, he he did a 180 on it. And then I questioned him again. He said, no, I didn't say that. And I asked the court, I said, is there any way we can play back what he said? And sure enough, they fucking played it back. And fuck, that guy fucking went red-faced because he fucking <laughs> said it. And I was listening. And even the judge said, well, I don't recall him saying that. I said, well, can we go back and listen? And they all fucking heard him say it. Yeah. He well, see, the judge, the, the judge will do what he can to protect the police to an extent, you know. Well... They couldn't protect him after he fucking, they replayed it, what he said, and fucking, he couldn't deny it then. Yeah. But I didn't think they, they they would do it. Why not? Ask the right question, you get the right answer. Think about it. Yeah. It is. And, and it that is. was the case. They told me I had no standing because I kept 
they kept asking for the name. I said, call me Darren. People call me Darren. You have no standing. I said, well, it seems to me I'm standing here talking to you. Like, what's next? Well, well the, point, the point of the matter is when they try to say you got no standing, the point of the matter is they want you to make a claim that you do. The point well, of the matter say, is... Go sit back what, oh, down, right? Wait, 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 uh, say wait, where? Wait, Over wait, here? Wait, yeah, wait, sit there. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Okay, wait, fine. Then they wait, say... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yep. The point of the matter is you don't need to have standing if you're just going in there to, to allegedly figure out why somebody allegedly made a claim against something I allegedly used. That's all the standing you need. Exactly. Well, they would exactly. say, go sit down, right? And then they'd say, clerk, can you page that name again? And I'd they'd page the name, and I'd stand up. I'm here for that matter. <laughs> and they said, well, come forward, and, and we'd go through the whole thing over again. Funny as fuck. But, yeah, it's, you know, there's a claim. Somebody bought a claim before the court. Well, and what but, happens is the court tries to say that I'm not there or something. So then you yeah. appeal it. It goes into the higher court, and the judge is asking the prosecutor, "Why? Why is this? In, why haven't you withdrawn this? It's obvious he's yeah. there. <laughs> he might be being a little facetious, but he's there. The transcripts say he's there. He they show him speaking, and the court saying he's not there. And that fucking prosecutor have to try to explain that. Fuck. <laughs> you're there. You're there for the matter. It's all." It's all, bottom line is there's a controversy I was led to believe concerning me. Is this your name? Well, it's the name I allegedly use. Is that a problem? They allegedly words like that when you if you do make a statement, but end it with the question. Okay. Yeah. And, and you're there for the name. The judge knows it's what's going on. I know. The thing of it is, does the prosecutor, <laughs> that's, the fun, that's the fun part. I've seen prosecutors turn colors and all kinds of shit. It's fun. <laughs> I, I've got, the, I've asked yeah. the judge, the prosecutor to state his name for the record. Oh, you yeah. see how that went down. <laughs> he fucking did. I couldn't believe it. Fuck. <laughs> and then that you want to hit him with, are you, are you to claim it now? Oh, that's when that judge said, we, we started going on about the name, and I said, you know, if if I claim that name and you ask me to prove it, I don't think I'd be able to do that. He goes, you and the name are one and the same. And I said, really? What evidence do yeah. you have of that? And that's when he <laughs> recorded himself. <laughs> I got the transcripts for it. It's fucking classic. <laughs> and then... Even though they say I'm not the name, they still talk to me as if I'm fucking... It's like, they're easy, man. <laughs> they're easy. They get the drift now. That judge even said, me and my colleagues know about you, he says. We, sp we spoke about you. I said, oh, is that proper for court to be speaking about people before they... <laughs> yeah, that was the next one to recuse himself. That, that's expert. That's an ex parte, man. Or, uh, yeah, I think that's the term for it. But that is, but fucking, he recused himself right quick, too. Well, yeah, he just admitted he was discussing the matter out of court. 
any case the judge allegedly takes in, he's supposed to keep it between him, between his ears. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, there was a situation where I, what I had when I was, I was phoning up the courthouses and uh, I spoke to this one uh, guy and he said to me, well, what's your problem? That's him like, I'm just a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm going to need to ask you some questions about this, this court case that I'm appearing at. And he started with, he started to argue with me, and I said, "Like I'm not arguing with you because I'm saying the word arguing." I said, "I'm not arguing with you. I'm just asking you some questions." I said, "Why is it? Why is it going to court? Just asking a question. Yeah, who made the claim? How did it go into court? Am I allowed to ask the question?" He said, "Look, we're disagreeing with ourselves, right?" He goes, "He goes, if you're not going to turn up today, I said, I can't turn up today." He goes, "Well, if you're not going to turn up today, he goes, we're having a disagreement here." And he goes, "Well." He goes, I'm just going to schedule another date. He goes, because you will go, you will be going to, you know, you will be going to court. And I said to him, why would that be? And he goes, because we're, we, we are disagreeing. What did I disagree with? Uh. Why? And the moment there's a controversy, guess what? Now you've got to prove your claim. But, yeah, but you know, what evidence do you have I made a claim? I says... You're the one making the claim. Are you one putting up charity for the matter? Cool. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Got all, got got through all of that. Got through all of that, and still didn't. Yeah, he just he just wasn't. He just said, and he even turned the phone down on me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, three three weeks later, the court case came dropping on their new date. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> but I've, but I've also heard tell right. That, that, that the ones, like what Darren was saying, like the ones down below the courts, they're only preliminary examinations. They're not the real deal. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rough sketch. But then if you don't take it to a higher, then it stands as truth. Their version of what they believe it is, so you take it to a higher court. So it's a preliminary examination. It's not, it's not the real deal. If need be, but I find in general, well, from... Also, people on the calls, if you stay on point, it ain't going anywhere. It, mm. They need a controversy. And if you're in there humble, asking the right questions, doing yeah. all you can to help, they, yeah. they'll end it. They, there's, no, there's no controversy for it to carry on. Mm. You know, these judges get black marks for, for uh, any appeal that goes through that they're wrong on. They don't like that. Mm. So it's like um, it's like a like a marriage, isn't it? And if you, if a marriage breaks, it's a disagreement, but it becomes a divorce process. There's two ways of settling it: amicably or legally. <laughs> or, or, or 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 forgiveness. Just yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, if you can do that, then there's no controversy. Two disagreements have learned to disagree. Then you know if you can if you can if you can agree to disagree, then we agree to disagree. Then it's amicable. But then well, yeah, it's, you, it's, you yeah. could say it that way. But the basic line is, you never disagreed with them in the first place. All you ask to do is, how can I help settle the matter? So, yeah. I find they if want you um, on the good side of the judge, he'll tear into that prosecutor. You won't have to. Oh, definitely. See, see that prosecutor is one of his Tobies, man. You know, it, uh, that, that, I don't know about that, but 
Oh, prosecutor, man. You don't want the judge being pissed at you. They got the judges got a lot of pull over them prosecuting attorneys. Oh, I believe, yeah, for sure. They can say a few things like, "Don't have that guy come back in here." Yeah. Yeah, if you do it right and you do it in the right way, and you know that it's like if they know that you've done it right, yeah, then any time after that, it becomes the definition of insanity. And the definition of insanity, everyone knows. <laughs> so what's the point? They know that they, they just they could just sort of say like, yeah, hand that hold our hands up now. You got us every single time. Can't can't, can't mess around with you. See you later. Yeah, it's a bit. Hey brother, mm. I'm getting off the call, but uh, I just want to say thanks and uh, hope all you guys have a happy holidays and all that good stuff. Thank yeah, you, you too, brother. Dave. All right, yeah. all right be good, guys. Hopefully, I'll be on the call next week, all right? Can I be bad, David? Oh, yeah, I'm out of here, Dusty. A bit later, brother. Love you, man. Safe travel. Yeah, I love you too, guys. Yeah, awesome call tonight. <laughs> yeah, fucking glad I made it on. All right. Cool. All right, later, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, the problem is if I hang up, uh, Zippy will hang up, but, uh, but I was thinking of getting off, too. I was, okay. yeah, I'm gonna I go. was well, that way, too. We've been on for a few hours, and I got a, allegedly a cold supper at home waiting for me. <laughs> well, we started this around, well, 4, 4, 4.30, and so we've been well, on a while. It's been five hours. Well, it's 9.30 here, 4, 5, 6. Seven, 20 after nine yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun, boys and girls. Naomi, uh, if you hear me. Thank you, Batman. For, uh, yeah, y'all. Till next week. Oh, yeah, yeah next bat yeah. time. <laughs> Take Maybe, you later, uh, Doug. on the weekend, we might do a Skype call. We're uh, around, Batman. Um. Let me, uh, I uh, usually got the computer shut down, so, yeah, I'll, I'll try to turn it on in the evening. I usually see shut a the computer off. Hmm? See a message from me, and I'll be around yeah. the shop. On. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, all thanks right. for uh, all the camaraderie here or whatever. It's, it's been fun, boys and girls, and until next time, uh, peace be with you. <laughs> Love you, Batman. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Batman. Have a good night. Good night. Yeah. See you, Bats. Love you, brother. Bye.